Welcome back. Okay. Uh, hope you like the music. What was Let's, that pause? Never mind. I was, like, <laughs> I was kind of hoping. <laughs> Rick, and, Rick enjoyed the music. Rick, I enjoy. Rick, I always enjoy the music. Let's try it again. You, you, you tried to hit the 140 mark. I saw that happen. Oh, is that, that's not really what I was going for, but oh, that's really? fine. That's what I was doing. Yes, that's what I was yes, doing. Yes, that's totally what I was doing. <laughs> All right, let's try it again. All right, <laughs> welcome back. Oh, hold on, everybody. Like the silence, he has a plan. Hold on. Which ones, the toasters or like? No, they're like the flesh pods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, I was going for 140.30 and I didn't get it. All right. All seven of them. Just go. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. I'm your host, Rick. With hey, Rick. me. Hi. Whose, whose voice was that? It- one of your listeners was just super excited you guys are back. <laughs> oh, that, that must food, be Dale. Snare food, snare food, snare it, it was. I'm just imagining what our listeners would, how they. Do they uh, talk to us and they're like, hey, hey, Rick. When, when, I, when, I, um, when I listen to podcasts and someone asks a question, then I talk back to them. So. <laughs> I talk to my radio all the time, too. Oh my God. Do you also <laughs> yell at the TV? I'm, I'm kind of turning into one of those people, yeah. Only, okay. only when the Minneapolis miracle happened. Well, yeah. Actually, more often than that. So. Yeah, fair. Okay. You know, weird shit happens when you start getting older. I, I can't, you know, I, I don't understand it. It just does. Well, so we've already tangented before we even got all the names in. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. We already know Dale's here. You've heard Pat. Say hi, Pat. Hello. There we go. All right, we're all here again for another episode of Snafu. I'm trying to figure out what to do with my phone. Set it down? Yeah, I'm trying to get it so when it if somebody texts me, it doesn't, like, make the microphone shake so uh we're going to talk another weird subject or not not an not an army book right yes because who wants more army books so we're going to do uh uh, operation snafu update a terrain update some rules and some other cool stuff yeah yeah so let's start with hobby updates i'll start with myself because i've done nothing Come on, Rick. Damn, Rick. Well, I've done stuff. I just, I've procured, okay, as far as bolt action goes, I procured a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> what kind of stuff did you procure? That's I a don't hobby. know um, that qualifies I, as a hobby. So, so I don't know if that's a hobby update. You added to but, the queue is what you're saying. Yes, I have added an entire Soviet army to the queue. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't play that Stalingrad shit. Uh, well, as, as of right now, I only have three Molotov cocktail launchers, but I might add another three just to make sure I can play that when I want to. Like, just because I can. Send a few over, of those over to me. I'll... I'll do those up for you. I love those. So the little um, Molotov cocktail launchers. I love the rules. I'm oh. a huge fan of the rules. We were talking I, about this last night at the club. I'm, I'm all over those. I think they're great, and the fact that you can have six of them in the Stalingrad selector is pretty disgusting. Sick. And you can have two medium howitzers or heavy howitzers if you have the points. And there's like literally no side. There's like no negatives to that selector. <laughs> there's not. Actually, I did find the biggest detractor when I made a 1250. Other than 
getting kneed in the groin and getting your <laughs> stuff curved well, after the game. Actually, the worst part for me was that it actually was a 22 order dice list. So I Mento's going to have to buy it. points was that? That's fake. 1250. 12, <laughs> 22 order dice? 22 order dice, yeah. Do they have a different price for everything on there? Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't buy Fanatic for everything. Let's just put it that way. Did, obviously. How much and, body armor did you have? Uh, I didn't have any body armor. I actually took the body armor out. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, I put three scout units in anyway. So I have three vet squads with SMGs that are all advanced deploy. Uh, the tank hunters? Not tank hunters. Just well, the, the tank scouts, hunters okay. are, aren't veteran in that selector, but yes, they yeah. have advanced deploy as well. They do have, they could have advanced deploy, but those slots are being, those slots are being taken by the Molotov cocktail launchers. Were you going super, um, super flavorful and include the gas? Of course. (laughs) Why would you not? Which which flavor was the gas again? Uh, Tastes like purple. (laughs) (laughs) The, the, the taste like salt. The unit deleter. (laughs) Yes. The unit deleter. Jesse had a great one-two combo as he had the gas and the medium mortar pinned down in my units just fine. So you keep going down not to get vaporized by the gas, only be ranged in by the mortar. It's like, oh, yep. man, that's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, I feel like he wasn't being nearly as aggressive as I would have expected from from a gas. Like, I've seen them get rammed down people's throats, but... I would have I would have gone straight down, but I think was the Cromwell no, still was, sitting there in the road? Yeah, that's right. You had a tank there. Yeah, I would still have just driven it right down the all right, right across the way. Anyways, so I procured a bunch of crap. Good that's job. my hobby update. So that was a lot for that. Dale, what have you been working on? Uh, painting, but not bolt action, unfortunately. But see, I um I did want to take uh, uh, this opportunity in my hobby update to do um uh, what did i decide to call it a a social media shout out okay on the bolt action facebook page if you're not um if you're not subscribed to that you should there's a gentleman who i've corresponded with briefly over the past 12 to 18 months periodically because he'll post something up there that just looks awesome and so i had kind of you know, commented that I thought it looked great and was excited to see more stuff and eventually actually asked him how he was able to achieve what he had. And he gave me some tips and told me, you know, told me what he did. So he wasn't secretive about it or anything like that. And as time's gone by, he's actually written articles, I think, for for Warlord and other things like that. His name is Peter. Peter Motas or... Oh, I've or, actually seen his work. Yeah, and so... Um, I wanted to kind of give him a, a little bit of a shout out. Look at his stuff. He, I, I initially really liked his stuff because he was painting um, heads, faces, and his flesh work was just awesome. He's doing camo on Falschemeager now. I think this P dot camo. He's got the P dot, yeah. Super sweet, and he's written articles and kind of how tos. A super nice guy. I asked him a question. He answered it. It was really awesome. And so, um, yeah, shout out to him. And, and the rest of the folks like him who kind of, they're not keeping their secrets, they're sharing their stuff, they're telling me how they do it. Super cool. Um, and every time I see his stuff, it kind of pushes my hobby kind of forward. I'm not, I'm not doing bolt action right now, but seeing his stuff makes me look at my stuff. And specifically, um, the tip that he gave me that I bought into was he uses a, an AK interactive flesh set that I picked up and am like super happy with, but yeah, 
look him up, go on to Facebook, use that bolt action Facebook page and, and, um, you know, share your hobby. Some bolt action. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So that's my quote unquote update. I was going to say, I bought that same AK interactive skin set like that. That's a treat. It's super nice to have. I agree. Those colors are awesome together. Mm Mm-hmm. Like oh we we can share it with you Pat it's it's well thanks pretty awesome. I, I I just listened in a little bit there I, I yeah. got the gist <laughs> and well <laughs> no I mean in the sense that we can bring them in if you want to try painting with them before you buy them yeah. like I'll bring my set in and you can try it and see if you like them I I loved I don't know why that set is so amazing it's just I think the colors are just perfectly mixed to each other well so, now yeah. careful because I've got I've got chindits on the table so oh, I don't know no, if it's going to be the it's right it's not Gurkhas I don't care. Well, those are already done. Oh, fair. But that you know, there still has to be that that Asian skin tone. Yeah. So you can supposedly you can mix there. There's like super dark tones up to really light tones. You're supposed to be able to mix in between them to get to to certain like alternative flesh tones. Essentially, I don't know. I don't think they call it that in the movies. <laughs> Probably not. But we can look at that. How about you? Uh, which one are you, Pat or Jeff, has done more? Done more what? <laughs> oh, hobby a, hobby updates. It's a little bit of a toss-up, so. <laughs> I'll let Pat go first. All right, there you go. So aside from uh, Big Secret, there's that Legion, that Star Wars thing that, you know, busted a while back, so I kicked that stuff out. Uh, worked on some stuff leading up to our local tournament next Saturday, which would be the 19th for us. I think I'm in that. I know Dale's in there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got some stuff I'm touching up for there. I got an armored car because I apparently misread his rule selector for it, and I was not allowed to run my 30 car, so I had to <laughs> I had to give me something on the fly. Wait, you weren't allowed to have an armored like you weren't have, allowed to have armor, well, or we'll get into so, it in a second. Let's, right, let's we'll just get we'll through hobby updates. Yeah. Yes. So nonetheless, I'm working on that, and now I'm uh, this weekend. I'm starting to put together my display board that will be for Bug Eater primarily, and if I get it done. For this event next Saturday, I'll bring it for that. But I'm just kind of like laid out a couple things, started doing some paint, started putting some putty down, and said, "No, let's try that again." Scraped it all up, reprimed it. <laughs> so I'm a little back and forth on that. And just for fun, I've gone through and sorted my my terrain was getting a little out of hand as I was bringing bits and pieces into the club here and there. So I had to resort and put everything back in its proper box and seal it back up. You know. Um, and now I'm like, oh, hey, look, train. I should make some of that. So I started working in the airfield again. So I've got a lot of stuff started. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I haven't really got anything to completion yet. So there you go. That That's, sounds like a lot. You got a lot. I do lot. Lots, of, lots of little stuff. I will say nothing sounds more like Pat than organizing terrain that he has in his house. <laughs> I'm just going to say. <laughs> well, you start bringing in different things because, you know, Jeff wants to do a scenario, so I grab this piece that normally goes with this set of it on the table, and I like, I like to keep them <laughs> organized. Oh, I know, I know. Just, I... Even even his answers are organized. <laughs> <laughs> Occupational it, hazard. That's probably true. No, it just, yeah, it sounds, it sounds perfectly packed to go in the basement and sort all of the terrain. It well, sounds it's really, perfect. I should have taken the pictures when I had it all on the table. Just I, this big pile of terrain, like my 6x4 table I, like, mock stuff up on. And my airbrush station had stuff just piled up on it. It was, it was I don't know why you didn't. Lot. I'm just going to say. Because I'm like, have. holy crap, I need to put some of this away. Before my wife sees it. 
Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> All right, Jeff, you're the last but not least. Oh, Lord. I don't know if I can quite top Pat. We'll find out. Um, so I picked up a couple bolt-action vehicles because I wanted to add them into my force. So I got a Warlord Panzer Werfer 42. This is your winter German force? Yeah, this is all for my winter Germans, yeah. All right. Yeah, so I got that uh, Panzer Werfer 42 and put that kit together and got it all painted up so I could have it on the table. And That was actually Werfers? really fun. Yeah, it Werf Panzers. Now? Just Werfs the crap out of them. And, and how many Werfers does that put you at now? Well, I only technically have two in my possession at okay. the moment. <clears throat> that might change in the near future. That could change in the near future. They're, they're pretty fun. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> Look, you can really put someone off on tilt pretty quick with those things. Yeah. Oh. Well, he'll face the Stalingrad list. It'll be fine. All indirect fire is, is fun with snafu dice. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's just a hoot. So, yeah. So, I got that. I ordered uh, uh, Panzer from uh, Perry. It's They don't really have it in the rules for bolt action, but they've got the SIG 33B. Basically, the exact same vehicles. It's an open-topped. Armor 7 with a heavy howitzer up front. Oh, uh, fun. Yeah, right. It's, I like it. I love the model. If you're a World of Tanks player, it's one of the early artillery pieces for the German line. But I've always loved the model since I saw it in the game, and I was like, I hunted around to find someone that actually made it. and I should have just gone to Perry first, because they usually have a lot of that early war stuff. And that's a fairly, it's a fairly early iteration of self-propelled artillery. So I got that and got that painted up, which was a hoot and a half. Are the vehicles, um, I, I know their infantry are a little bit, like they're like true or natural scale. Are their vehicles the same? Their vehicles, I think, you know, honest to God, I can't tell the difference. Okay. I'm just so going to be honest with you. I can't tell about. the difference, no. Okay. Um, someone you can tell, else might, you, but. You can tell the difference between their miniatures, though, right? Actually, no. Um, <laughs> okay. So you're not a good judge is what I'm saying. Well, okay. no. Their, their plastic stuff is clearly smaller, right? But that's their desert rats and their... And yeah, their, okay. All right. So Africa, yep. Coral. Yep. All right. The plastic stuff, yeah, it's tiny. The the metal stuff they make, I mean, I have their foreign legionary, legionnaire guys and some of their Senegalese guys. And, I mean, sure, they look skinny, but they're also wearing shorts. And, I mean, a dude in pants and a dude in shorts standing next to each other are going to be like, looking at the dude in shorts and be like, why are your, why are your legs so small, yeah, dude? Chicken legs. Yeah. Right, right. So. I will say that I, I feel like their medals are not that, they're not as, I think, I don't know. I just compare every Perry miniature to the Desert Rats, and I feel like those guys are scrawny. Like oh, yeah, it's, it's an old kit. Yeah. You know, that's back when it was still, you know, actually it's, 20 it's back when It's back when people were a lot smaller than. No, oh, that too. Yeah, fair. Yeah, if, if if they're smaller, <laughs> right? If they're smaller, it's it's not so noticeable that you're like, oh my god, you've got like pygmy guys or something, you know? So. Right. But if your whole force is made up of them, who cares? Looks great. Yeah. Well, right. it's when you're facing off against yeah. a different army that is like David, guys versus, like... David versus Goliath. Come on, you know who right. won that one? Fair. fair. I mean, it's it's just as fair to look at your guys and be like, why are you guys like so fat? You know, what's up with that? They're Americans because they're Americans. Yes, yeah. <laughs> America. <laughs> yeah. They had cheeseburgers. Right, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> and Mountain Dew. And a lot of it. Yeah, damn straight. Um, so that's that's the infantry, or that's for the army. I did get an entire <laughs> shipment of terrain. Two, two of them, actually. Um, an so entire shipment of there's, terrain. There's no other way to describe it. I got an entire desert. <laughs> like it was, a, was it uh, 
Was it an L, uh, less than a load sort of thing? or the... You know, I'm, I'm by the airport, right? So I just sure. threw out a flare. The C-130 came by on a low approach. And <laughs> just a little parachute, back. you know? Yeah, just dropped <laughs> Guy dropped it right in my backyard, you know, real good load master. Precision. So, you know, yeah, and just so. busted open the wooden crate full yeah. of stuff, yeah. Just, okay. And it's all just turned. And you were, of course, there to claim your objective. Oh, of course, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. I don't I don't not claim objectives. So I've got a whole desert village and a whole Italian village in the works right now. Jeez. Okay. Um, the only thing that's going to slow me down is, <laughs> is uh, I was outside doing some gardening this weekend, or I should say this past weekend, and a mama duck decided to make a nest directly under my exhaust fan in my painting room. Oh, so, no. So if I decide to spray out there and turn the exhaust fan on, I'm going to gas the duck. So we're going to wait. to change the color of that duck. Eat that, too. Mm, so we're yeah. just going to let her hatch her eggs, and I'll not spray as much for the next probably week and a half or two weeks. But whatever. So it goes. So <laughs> Give the dog okay. something to bark at. Right, you know. Say you don't have to. You can go outside now. You know that, right? Like the humidity's gone down. Were you out? Yeah, were you outside today? <laughs> it was well, forty nine degrees. And <laughs> it was pretty, pretty humid. <laughs> I had to turn the freaking heat back on in my house. Right? What the hell? This coming week looks good, though. Yeah, this coming week should be fine. Yeah, yeah. Story, I'm not too yeah. worried after that, so it should be all right. But yeah, I got just a buttload of stuff done, and and I did paint a Legion Force too because everybody was doing it, and I give into peer pressure easily. Not everybody. I just bought it. I haven't. Done it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Wow. Sure. 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 You could say that. Yeah. And of course, I had to make a Darth Jar Jar because I'm just that guy. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It is pretty um, disturbing and and cool all at the same time. It's yeah. perfect. It's going to mess up with everybody. Only if you use the voice when you're playing. Always. Are you kidding me? That's like oh, the whole reason boy. to do it. I'm a big psychological warfare guy. I would do that for sure. I'm a huge psychological because warfare are, guy. You guys are all Brandenburgers. Worfer, worfer, worfer. It works, <laughs> it does. especially against you. So, <laughs> yeah. I'd actually, follow up on that when you were talking about the snoo- snafu dice and in indirect. When that thing's spinning and you you can keep seeing that flash of the red star. Every time I saw it, just throwing it, and Jesse could see that, and I could see him tense up, and it's still spinning, 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 and it falls off, and it's just like, where <laughs> it stays on there, it's just like. So, yeah, People remember that. It's weird. They, they That's what they remember. It doesn't come up any more than anything else, but they right. remember it. So. Because yeah. it, it spins enough, and it's such contrast to the rest of the dice that you see it, and like, oh my god, that's going to flip on me. Yep. That's awesome. It's amazing. And at the same time, <laughs> as I'm rolling it, and I'm like, yes, it's going to flip, and it doesn't. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Man, come on. Yeah, well, you know, it's the, the nature of those dice is definitely having the red on it makes... Obviously, like there's some observational. I don't want to call it observational bias, but kind of. There's some observational reality. Yeah, 100%. yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Okay. But shout out to uh, to Jeff and and Pat for keeping those hobby fires burning. That's pretty awesome. So I love seeing right? the new stuff. Yeah, you gotta do something on the weekend, right? <laughs> something like that. I mean, why raise your kids when you can? I don't have kids, right? <laughs> I can my, go... my kids in bed at seven or seven thirty. So, hey, you're a lucky man. My kid's got four legs. I throw some food on the ground. She's she's just fine. <laughs> and that curly tail, <laughs> right? You put some peanut butter in the Kong, and you're good to go for yeah, a couple right. hours. I got like three hours. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't get that kind of luxury. I will say, since you guys all called out that you painted Legion, I decided to paint Legion as well. So 
I, so here's the trick: you 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 have time to hobby, but not for bolt action. I just yeah, I'm Dale, I think, aren't you in that same boat? Yeah, Dale. It's, yeah, it's Mr. Mr. Directly, Mr. Yeah, I, Mr. I painted, but I didn't that's, paint. Uh, that's uh, pot I, kettle black over there. <laughs> you know, I've I've got I completed my tables for Snafu. I did not complete my tables. For, All right, now it does. I have my fully game. painted Shots army. Yeah, I've got my tournament stuff that's coming up, taken care of. Take it down so. order. Take it down order. <laughs> I already have. I'm, I'm I'm reaching for the stop button right now. <laughs> No. Yeah, and 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 to be fair, Rick, you're doing the same thing I am. You are hobbying, but it's not necessarily bolt action. Right. Exactly. I just wanted to call out since everyone else is saying they're painting Legion, because because really the new shiny Star Wars came out. We had to paint some shiny Star Wars. I'll be getting been, I, I'm getting back to bolt action already. Well, but, you just bought a whole Soviet army, so I hope, <laughs> I hope so. I get yeah. the U.S. guys out first, but I'm yeah. How eventually... are those U.S. guys coming along, man? Come on. Um, I, well, it's, it actually the funny thing is, is the reason why I bought the Soviets to begin with at all is because I need, bought more Americans to like puzzle piece all that shit back together. Remember, as I've said before, I think right. we talked yeah. about this maybe in the last episode where last I, three or four episodes, yeah, where I where I like kicked myself in the butt every time, but. I bought some more sprues, so I have some reference sprues, and I needed some more guys anyway. So I have enough guys to finish the army. I should probably just bring them in on a Thursday and make you guys all put them together, but you guys are busy always playing stuff. I know, mean, right? Right. Yeah, right. Well, what the hell were we thinking? Somebody was like, Dave and, Dave and Jeff both offered to help assemble. Well, yeah. Bring that stuff in and send it home with us, and by the next oh, there you Thursday, go. There you we'll go. all we'll be, be assembled. All right. Well, I'll it might even you. be painted, you know. <laughs> Accidentally, I'm sure. sure. Oh God, my paint spilled. Oh, it's it. it's all done. Okay. I think, I think I told Dave that one time if he was struggling painting anything, I was like, just accidentally leave something here, and we'll take care of it. Come back, it'll be painted. Amazing. There's a little bit like of that, shoemaker elves, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I, sure. I literally painted all of that two 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 core boxes of Imperial Legion dudes in like a night, like four hours. So. It's, I can do that, man. Yeah. That. All right. Well, maybe I will send you a box home. There you go. Not for not not my not the Marines, but I'll send you home some normal Co- Joe. Cost you a plate of wings. Yeah, I, I work cheap. <laughs> Get Kirk to buy you some. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good in the Marines. The Marines are fine. It's Kurt's army that's slowing me down. The the army that I was giving to our our clubmate. That yeah, is, he I think you should anyway. rescind that. He probably doesn't. What's that? Yeah. What'd you yeah, say, Dale? Rescind, rescind that offer. It's yeah. He doesn't need it. He doesn't want it. So. No, he wants to play Legion anyway. Hey, he I'll, really um, does want to play Legion. Uh, I'll play Americans if you give them to me. <laughs> that, there's really a better are, option. There's hey, a what, better option. What kind of upcoming events do we have? Right. That's just what I was thinking, Pat. I will. I will gladly not paint them. And no. just hand them up to you. No, dude. <laughs> well, no, finish it because it's you know, but it's yours. Make it yours, man. Painted and well, no, that's why I have a Marine Army sitting right next to it because that's what I want to play is the Marines. Yeah. I don't care about the just the standard Americans. I want I want the Marines. I don't know if they're not better. I just have Marines and I just want to play Marines. All I know about the Marines is uh, stay frosty and oorah. Right? They say hooray they, like oorah. They do. I don't know if that's what it's supposed to. That is what they're funny. actually saying. That's what that they say on TV. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So what do we got coming up, guys? Yeah, so we've kind of you've kind of talked about it a little bit. Um 
Yeah, you guys are doing some events. I don't. I'm sadly not able to do either of these events that we're going to talk about here. But is it next weekend? Yeah. We have what next weekend? Holy cow! Next weekend, early June. Yep. Nineteenth. Yeah. It's an all day thing at the local shop. Local to me. It's like ten minutes from my house, so it's pretty sweet. Yeah, you lucky duck. Uh, yeah, I do it again. I mean, yeah. So uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's well, what did he call it? Something, it's the something. armed forces. Armed well, forces so what's the, well? Let's start with what who's running it. It's I can't remember the name of the, the North something games. Battlefield North. Battlefield North is running a what is it called? Yeah, it's I basically think, I a think campaign North something day. games was already taken, so he had to change it. Yeah, it was Fro- Frozen North is his thing too? But yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was with Jacob. Yeah, yeah. So now he's Battlefield North, and that's uh, that's our pal Jason. Yep. Yeah, so he's helping. I think Dale, you're kind of auxiliary helping him is whenever he needs some help. Not too yeah, much because you're on a, the a players bit. list, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, when you know Jacob last year ran all the the single one day events for our community here in the Twin Cities, he did a fantastic job. Really enjoyed it. We talked a lot about that as it was happening. But then you know Jacob, as life does, you know he's he's got his first his first child's here now, and so he's you know he's doing what a good dad does and and making sure all that's taken care of. So he just doesn't have the time anymore. So we talked last year to Jason about maybe what are we going to do this year, those kinds of things. We snafu. We did a two day tournament, and I briefly spoke to him about what the plans were for this year, and maybe we could take that on and things like that. It just didn't pan out. So a friend of ours, um, a club mate at this point, um, Jason kind of stepped up and took over kind of the one-day events. And as Battlefield North Games, his first one's coming up on Armed Forces Day this next weekend. So, and I, when we, when I talked to him about this, he was a little bit, he was excited about it, but wasn't sure how it was going to go, the terrain, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I just said, hey, you know, Anything you need, I'll be there to help you out. We'll figure it out and things like that. But he pretty much grabbed it and ran with it. And so um, I ended up, he needed me as a player, so I signed up. And I'm on the Axis side, and we're going to, looking at the roster, Axis is going to crush the the allies. Uh Uh-oh. Really? You think so? (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'll win it going away. (laughs) I'm calling out the allies here. So Okay. Well, this will probably not be out before then. What's so that? Will this be out before then? Do we think? Uh, it might be, but if, if not, not, it's a little then... Notre, Notre Dame type stuff there. Yeah, Nostra, Nostra, Nostradamus. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame. It's the Catholic Church. <laughs> no, Notre um, Dame. What? Uh, yeah. So for the Axis, well, no, we'll start with we'll start with the Allies. We got Pat. All right. Well, um, stop. Time out for one second. How many points is it? A thousand. A thousand points. Okay. Yeah. Any so theater nice. selectors? Um, I no. Um, They're allowed from your army book. So if there's I, a theater selector to. inside your army book, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, but if otherwise, no, just no, no bueno. And I'm hoping Monty took that. Right. Uh, we got Monty and Nick, so hopefully both of them actually took that Stalingrad list and really got some stuff to take. Well, <laughs> so we yeah we submitted. So we submitted early, our lists early, and Jason is uh, Jason Myers is he's the one running it. Um, I think he gave feedback on whether it was okay or not. He, he sent me a proverbial middle finger. 
to try again. <laughs> no, kidding, Jason. Wah, wah. It was like a, hey, dude, did you even read my flyer? And I'm like, uh, not, apparently not. <laughs> I think this one is supposed to be like more friendly, have a great time. I thought the 30 core is a friendly, fun list, but apparently not, I guess. How many tanks did you have in your 30 core? Only two. Yeah, so... Maybe. Only two. Yeah. So, yeah, so we got, for the allies, we got Pat, and then Monty, Eric, Luke, Rick, and Nick. Two Soviet players, but, I mean, I don't know what they're bringing. Hey, on the upside, Nick, I will have your leftover observer from Operation Snafu with me that day. There we go. So you'll get that back only, like, six months after you left it behind. <laughs> and then... That's our return for... policy here at, same, at Snafu, is a same-year return. <laughs> no, it's not the same year. What? I'm within the same year? It's within the 12-month within, period. Within the 12, sure. Rolling calendar. There you go. Rolling calendar. There we go. Yeah. Rolling okay. calendar. For the Axis side, we've got myself. Um, I'm not great, but I'm not a slouch necessarily. We have Ian, who was the Axis best, Axis best general, general yeah. at Operation Snafu. Matthew Peterson. We've got David Dave, one of our club mates, who is, is pretty good. Matt. New Finnish player, and then John Stentz, also a new Finnish player. So a couple new players. Not exactly a new player. Um. <laughs> he only won three tournaments and nationals last year. Right. So, so. only I'm feeling pretty good. So I hope I hope he settles in those Finlands, or I hope he has a little trouble figuring out what's good with those guys. <laughs> I don't think he's going to have any trouble with that. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I've seen enough of his list. You're just like, oh boy, yeah. here it comes. Like, yeah, I've it, seen his painting updates. And I'm just like, grief. Yeah, he's yeah, got it's... he's got it all kind of buttoned right up there. Yeah, I'm calculating right the odds the if I'm going to have to play him or not. Like, oh, I'll see if I can. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm feeling going in. I'm cautiously optimistic on our okay. chances. Oh, I suppose if you got yeah, if you got stents on your side, conspicuously, conspicuously absent from the list is Jeff and Rick. What's going on there, boys? Oh, hey, uh, Ian had to drop. I just I just remember him saying that yesterday. Oh, bummer. Oh. He's gonna oh, be he did? like yeah uh, yeah. Just hasn't he told me this last night? Yeah, he's uh, not gonna be in the state. So I said, well, you can just kind of Skype your calls in, right? You know. <laughs> give cardinal directions and I move me six inches north by northeast and uh, that should be fine. Yeah, so well, those guys died. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. He was Axis, <laughs> yes. He was playing Germany. German, yeah. yeah. Oh, and so, yes, I, I determined because of basically getting to go away for the weekend with you guys not that, not that long ago. That's it wasn't right. just a couple weeks ago that we did another uh, gaming vacation uh i decided that i probably should sit this one out just to make sure that my wife doesn't think i'm abandoning her you know, yeah kind of like enough. supporting and being a, a good dad and husband so i decided to sit this one out um yeah that's my reasoning behind it anyway Fair jeff enough. you got a good excuse I got a great excuse. Uh, oh, that's right. That, Yours is awesome. Yeah. It's the exact same weekend as the uh, Milwaukee Pug Fest, and my wife and I are <laughs> taking our dog to the Pug Fest. Oh, man. Do they, like, dress the dogs up and stuff, or oh, yeah. is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. All there right. Are, there, are, there are classes of costume contests, pug races, <laughs> uh, and a number of other things. So 
Is there I, I like think a, he, I think he just outdaddied you, Rick. Yeah, no, Rick. <laughs> oh, dude. Do they have like a hot dog eating contest? Because I feel like that would be amazing for dogs to have a hot dog eating contest. They, I don't know. They probably could. With pugs, though, there's not enough hot dogs in the world, man. I don't know if you've ever like, seen a pug eat. There's like a thousand of them. or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be safe. You remember that 80s movie, Critters? It'd be like that. There'd be a rolling ball of pugs going around and eating everything. <laughs> Just, they can't stop. They're eating toes. and <laughs> Yes, everything would be gone. Okay. Uh, that sounds equally fun as a tournament. I, I accept your excuse. <laughs> It's kind of weak, but it's okay. It's, there better be pictures. Oh, I, I will have lots of pictures. Hey, but he's at least going to Bug Eater. I, the Milwaukee Pug. Yes. All right. So then, yeah, so we can move on to Bug Eater, and we can explain why, or we can... You can find call. the next reason why Rick isn't going. I can't remember why I'm not going to that one. I just... And maybe I can... If there's spots left still, or there's a possibility, you know, probably I not. I haven't looked lately. I haven't looked either. I haven't seen anything saying it's sold I, I, out. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Unfortunately, yeah. it's just, it's just, yeah, again, it's just kind of being a, a parent of two children and having a four-month-old and a and a, a three-year-old that's becoming challenging just kind of ruined, like, being able Come to take now. long vacations for... Tap, tap 250, summon babysitter, you'll be fine. Uh, yes, tap two fifty. Just give money away. Is that yeah, what it is? That's, that's what you're what suggesting. Yeah. Now, uh, now I don't want to be telling tales out of school, but I heard someone mention they could afford to pay a guy to pick up dog poop in their yard. So. <laughs> Just once a year when the snow melts and we don't touch it for three weeks, and you're like, oh, do, we better do you get have that guy's number? I can get you his number. Actually, he's just a high school kid. I could use that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like nobody cleans up poop on the winter, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You can you so know, instead tell the of favorite spots that the drop zones are in, so to speak. Yeah, well, our entire backyard was the drop zone, so it was like literally everywhere. So there are still spots open at the Bug Eater Bolt Action Tournament. Oh, damn it! Do it. How many? Um, is there? A, when are you a guys roster? leaving again? How many are signed up? Uh, it doesn't tell me how many are signed up. It just tells me that we can still buy. We have for it. We have five folks going. We have down, five right mistaken. now, and we have three hotel rooms because Matt got his own as well, and I have two. Right. Okay, so it sounds like there's an open bed. When are you guys leaving? Uh, Friday noonish. After the same time we did same thing we did last year. Like I can't remember what that was. And then we came. I think back it was like Monday, ten eleven, right? and we came back Monday, Monday early afternoon. Okay. Yeah, my wife greenlighted greenlighted my going down after after our daughter's graduation, but I just that doesn't make any sense. So arriving so. like super late Friday. Yeah, I like think midnight? I'm pretty much officially out. So. What? Plus, what? Plus, my parents are going to be. Did you here. drop drop, or are you just telling us that? No, I dropped. Okay, and I'm just floating it out there. But I just, yeah, because I, okay. I mean, night there's going to be more good. people this year than last gonna, year. You're not going to miss anything in Iowa at night. Then I it think just, it'll be fine. Yeah, you could fall asleep and you can like actually get there. Maybe don't yeah. you? Don't you have a best access general title to defend Dale? What the hell? Um, well, no. John's well, yes. <laughs> Technically, I do, but it's a matter of you know, you know. Hey, you're dadding for this next weekend, and and I'm dadding at Bug Eater. So. Yeah, no, I get it. My wow. youngest daughter's actually graduating from high school, so that's that's insane. Yeah, youngest, and I and I don't say Sorry. actually like it's a huge surprise. It's not. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo, you she know, made it's, it. <laughs> it's a cool thing, so it's fun. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But anyways. 
So yeah, no. that's why I'm not getting there. So the bug eater is the same one thousand, but this one any theater selector is is a, is a go. Yeah, I think the only restriction is no flame vehicles. Was there a submission for your list though, or did it was it just a straight just don't bring a, a flame tank? Uh, he wants you to submit your list by the 18th to review them. Okay. But the only restriction that I saw was no flame vehicle. Go ahead. Let the dogs out. Okay. I have a, I'm not a gonna dog do coming it. home, so. Sorry. Um, do two bolt action schedule. So, one, two infantry platoons, basic or theater platoons, no tank platoons. Market garden theaters are allowed if you choose. <laughs> if you choose guards British platoon, you're limited to one platoon, no flame tanks. So, so Stalingrad's still in? Stalingrad's still in. I better, get, I better get working. It was a popular selector last year. It was. It was the the gas. Oh, was the it gas train? Don't you remember yeah, that? There's like four of them. Well, it's yeah, when we first gases, were exposed. I, gases to the gas. are everywhere, but uh, yeah, because I didn't get realize that. they were playing Stalingrad. Like I didn't realize they were all having double sniper, double flamethrower type stuff. I don't recall that they were necessarily. Yeah, it just they were Russian list or Soviet list, but it's it was going to be a lot of flamethrowers. Maybe they were just Soviet <laughs> list. <laughs> it better be. No, yeah, because you can bring in gas in a normal list. It's not just what available. Is he, what to does that he have selector. against flame tanks so badly? They were really, really broken in first edition. Yeah, well, yeah, but that were. was like two years ago. I know. Maybe he doesn't have a chance to play that often. I don't know. Could be. Or somebody's really a jerk with the flame cannons or flame tanks down there or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's a thing. He doesn't like them. So he doesn't let you bring him. And and you know what? It's yeah. his tournament, so his tournament. he can right. he can do whatever he wants right. to. You don't have to you don't have to buy a ticket. Don't have to go. Yeah. If, if you right. don't if you don't like his restrictions, don't right. play. Right. It's, I would I would definitely recommend going if you had the option. Absolutely. Sure. I don't think oh, that's yeah. a, it, that should not be a limiting factor in the venue's going or not. Really unique. You're in like a high school and everything, and well, you know all the. It's a different venue this year than last. year. I know, year but it's, it's it's a different high still school. Still a high. It's still a high school. Yes. Yeah. Different high school. Yeah. Plus, that's it's a fundraiser weird. for the debate team, so that's going to get me every year, no matter what. So, yeah. <laughs> plus, you can hang out and play games with us after afterwards all the time, and drink at the hotel, and record podcast. Sure, yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting one this year. Yeah, Jeff, we still going to do one. We're going to do the whole show ourselves, Pat. You're well, I think to. we got some clubmates who might want to. Do something. Yeah, bring in the other unless guys. We, unless I, we I tell them the no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, have you seen these guys? Uh, well, no, it's a pointless radio. You don't have to see them. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, it came on now. One of them, we've had Jesse on here before. so Yeah, no, he, he'll be fine. He does okay. He, he does in a pinch. Everyone, Andy, Andy pinches. everyone will talk. Yeah, no, it, it'll, it'll be a fun time. I'm kind of jealous. Hopefully, maybe. I doubt, I doubt I'm going to get it worked out, but. Unless, Let's be honest. It wasn't exactly gold what we put out at Bug Eater last <laughs> year. The bar is not very high, is what you yeah, said. Yeah, it's got a point. We waited yeah, until like point. one in the morning and we were all hammered. All right. Like, right. hey, we should start this. Now? I guess. Yep. You oh, sure? crap. Okay, I'm ready to go to bed. I guess. Maybe, I we'll, to. maybe we'll try to do it a little earlier this time. Just a little. Maybe. Yeah, because you're going to have to probably like actually figure out how to plug shit in and stuff. So like, you're going to have to work for it. Tab and I won't be there. Yeah, kind of is actually. But. I got a, I got a laptop and a USB mic. Um, oh, I thought you were going to borrow the actual gear. 
Oh, that's way too complicated. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, coming and it's coming with, and then yeah, different story. Sure, yeah, you come with, we'll run your night, we'll run the nice gear. Otherwise, yeah. hell with that, man. That's like, I don't want to be responsible, be anywhere near that when I'm. Oh, drinking. it's that's not that expensive. Yeah, I can I can handle the Yeti mic just fine, and you know, yeah. there's a no, group of true. us who don't have to worry about headphones or anything crazy like that. Just open mic and go. Yeah, yep. fair enough. Yep. That's what we did last year. It worked. It seemed to be okay. So yeah, and as long as cool. you know my laptop's old, but it still gets the internet for Christ's sake. So yeah. Well, I didn't even use the internet, but you could do that if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. So let's. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk? About? How how many points is Bug Eater? I think they just they made a final a determination. They, they stayed, stayed at a thousand. thousand. Yep. Like yep. we don't care about being a sanctioned tournament type thing or whatever. The I, I think they actually are a sanctioned tournament. Uh, so Warlord changed that to twelve fifty now. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah they there did. was a recent announcement from Bug Eater or from them. I that totally it missed that. To be twelve fifty two day event twelve fifty to get uh, basically a sanctioned tournament to get the golden dog tag and right, right to feed get you the, the yeah the feeder tournaments to get you at Adepticon, but it was like I, I don't know what his determination was other than maybe it was too close to the actual tournament. He just said we're staying at a thousand, and yep. that's that. Sorry. Yep. Oh, I still would have gone to twelve fifty. Well, we all, I think, a lot of us said we could do twelve fifty if you wanted to, but his call, man, his tournament. Yeah, his no, his tournament. tournament. Yep. I, I, I mean, it's nice to have a. If everyone goes to twelve fifty, it's kind of lame. Hey, like, just for nice the record, I think variety. we were there first, right? We were there first. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> no. we did twelve fifty. I don't. I, uh, I'm not saying we're the first tournament ever to run 1250. We were the okay. first tournament we're the first to first one I know about. Single platoon 1250 at Renegade. At Renegade <laughs> in, <Plymouth>. in November. <laughs> in November. <laughs> so, yes, I don't know that. Like, I don't know if we're the first in any of it, but still, I, right. I think we had a different perspective than a lot of tournaments that were running around us. So we definitely have a different perspective. What's Operation <laughs> Sting? That's a Chicago. I think that's 1250, isn't it? Yeah, it is 1250. Okay. Yeah, yeah and then they're like the weekend before us. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I was thinking about early. going. And then so I was think like, of that as like a, a primer for our tournament. <laughs> well, no, not exactly. <laughs> they're they, actually a whole year behind us. He, um, okay. Um, his, oh. his is set up where he's a, a historical period where it's like 1943 in this kind of. And so there's quite a bit more. Um, theming going on as far as army selection goes and things like that. Just, did I he announce which one he's doing this year? Because like, if I remember correctly, it's like they're doing a singular theater. Yeah, I thought it was all like 1943 or something. Yeah, he's just a year. Okay, right. His his signups are live now. I think they went live on May first. I think yeah. they're. I, well, I swear I saw something that said that it sold out or filled up already. Would not yeah, surprise. super like he normally quick. does fill up really quick. How so. many spots yeah, does he have? It's good. It's I not. Know. It's not a big tournament. Okay. It, it's it it's not more than twenty, I would say, but I don't know. It's I'm just talking out of my just just a hint. Here, so. At some point after the break here, we might be you know we're coming up on the sign up for Operation Snafu, so we may be mentioning more about that a little later on. Oh, we don't have to be a to it. Just to tease it for you. <laughs> yeah. You're such a tease, but, Pat. I know. So yeah. Before tease. we before we jump into that, so Pat, you're taking the thirty core. Yeah. Um, what are you taking? What are you taking? Yeah. I'm not, and I'm curious to. I'm to, not 100 certain to, at this point. I want to push you as far as what you're hoping to get out of it. So I think I think you should take 30 core. So again, take 30 core. The, the biggest the biggest downside is only three infantry, and boy, is that a huge downside. 
it's not the end of the world. It's just scary. Don't just reserve them. It's scary. It, yeah, I mean, no, it's not great, but it's well, also you, you know I played so I played the list I'm be playing in next weekend at the the game day local, and it was a thousand points. Basically, what I did is I pulled the extra Cromwell out and I put in an AEC Mark III, which is basically the British version of the Puma. Right. Except for so an not, armored car instead. Okay. Except for it's a two inch HE, where the Puma is still a one inch HE. And yep. I had, and I was able to get, you know, I had four troops, and those four full troops struggled. So against who? Against Stalin, double sniper, malarkey. Yeah. Okay. So it's Soviets. So let's let's. And actually, that it was it was one of those one of those scenarios where it was you know turn six on a four five six you play one more. If we had played one more, it was very much like I would have I would have throttled them. But so it sounds like you were just fine. I think it's yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I I'll, I'll try and get a practice game in with it and see how it works. Again, maybe play against not, someone other than Stalingrad. Yeah, the, like the anti-tank design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go straight at the that essentially your Achilles heel of that list of like the super mass troops. Like, because your list does just fine against Finland. Like. Depending on how many of Panzerfaust. Although when I did kind of run a test of that against Finland, yeah, it was it, it did hold him pretty good. Right, like you you just hold your troops back long enough that you're you've kind of whittled down all of his troops and then you do all right. So, I mean, I feel like it's a pretty strong list. Personally, I think it's a strong list. But I'll give her one or two more runs before I decide for sure. Well, wait, when's my list due next week? Crap. Pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Whatever. You have to you theory know, hammer that stuff. Again, the, the whole thing is is. It's five games. I'm not going there to walk away with the crown, as it were. I'm going to have five fun games and enjoy playing. And, you know, if I win, of course, it's a hell of a lot more fun than losing. But if they're right. close games the whole way, that's almost as much fun as just crushing my opponent. So <laughs> I did say almost. Well, almost. Did you did you say whether or not 30 core would be fun to play? No, well, we didn't ask that question. I didn't ask that. Well, let's put it this way. I had a hell of a lot of fun painting it. Well, so, then, uh, oh, play All it. right, but this isn't a painting tournament, exactly. No. <laughs> it's, it's more of a... <laughs> Hold on, let me get a hole. If... I, I'm, and I'm... I mean, I... If, if it's fun for you, I think that's at least halfway towards having a good game. And so if you're having a great time playing whatever it is that you take, then and your goal is to have fun, then... Then do that. Do that thing. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So, wow. And, but we'll, uh, we'll I'll be interested to see. Yeah, I'll be interested to see where you land on that. I it's, might fire you guys a couple of lists and see which one you think. I was going to say, is, is, it fully, okay. is it fully painted? Are you kidding? I have like 60 Brits. So I can grab any 60 of them and go. Okay, well, then. Yeah, he had Market Garden last year. That's so a good I point. Mean, yeah, yeah, those those are all paratroopers. That's actually that's not thirty core. So you're right. right. Yeah. That is, that is but you have ba- other the base, the base troops. I have fifty, close to fifty painted. So I, okay, I can pull you, thirty, forty guys. That much. Of a yeah, you got a lot of wiggle room. Yeah, and he he did green light your thirty core list. So yes, yeah, right there on the website and everything. There's a little bit of a uh, impetus there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like do it. it. Yeah. All right, but I'll fire you guys a couple lists and get your feedback. Double see which double platoon to that would have been really interesting. Yeah. He was pretty <laughs> adamant about that not being an option <laughs> for some reason. I don't get it. 
All right, Jeff, what are you thinking about walking into this one now? <laughs> hmm. You're going have you, Germans, Have you right? picked an Axis or Allies? Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing the Germans because I said I would for this okay. year. I'm, I'm playing Germans in all the tournaments this year. Okay. Just to prove that, that you can win with Germans, right? Yeah, that was last the original year, intent. You said something to the effect of had you, you played proved? on the Axis side, you would have been the winner. That's correct. You could have been, yeah. I mean... I didn't exactly win it. I, oh wait, sorry. I did. So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you did. I definitely. But I won with Japanese. I didn't win with early war French, which is very different. So yeah. Well, I think I am going to be bringing some wharf action. <laughs> <laughs> What's the goal here exactly? Uh, Get the nebbles out of my list. Get the nebbles out of my list. The goal is to have fun, and uh, this list is going to be a lot of fun. Fun in in how? What way exactly? The snafu um, dice? Rolling lots of indirect HE? Yeah, pretty much. Just rolling sixes all day long? Because when bros have 22 dice in their list, and they're like, oh, I got 22 units up here, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to drop a wharf over here, and that means I'm rolling eight dice because you've got eight <laughs> units within six inches. Now, hold on. Let's, let's be clear. This is 100% a hypothetical situation, right? Well, really. I mean, I've got half of it already. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, based off of of Bug Eater last year, I think I saw one Japanese list that was a double platoon that had seventeen dice in it. Yeah, I played that. Yeah. list. no, no, I played a worse one. It was a single platoon, fourteen dice. But oh, yeah, nice. I saw that double platoon, seventeen dice. That was so silly. I don't recall there being a, or rather, an eighteen or no twenty-two dice Stalingrad list last year no there should have been <laughs> just and saying there easily could be so how many how many nebel workers are we looking at see now that's what i haven't decided yet i got a week left to decide it's either going to be you know one panzer warfer and one nebel warfer or you can go two platoons and maybe add that second nebel warfer <laughs> so two or three yeah or four i mean theoretically sure four but that doesn't leave you a lot of points for other things Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're going for for Worfing Nebels, four. Yeah. Uh, uh. See, the problem with putting that many in a list is, of course, if you're rolling sixes, it's amazing. Right. If you can't roll a six to save your life, it's amazingly brutal. It's you're gonna just get rolled fast. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and you you're only good for like the first turn or two until they get too close that you can't target units because they're too close to your own. Well, they're gonna get within like, six inches of my units. Right. And that's <laughs> that's a good point. Keep and your my, stuff, and my back. units can move. <laughs> yeah, but there's only so much table edge, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but you can't get everybody within six inches, right? And there's, you know, I, I think these. I think he alluded to one of the scenarios is going to be a double envelopment. Yeah, so that's going to be a problem because you have to get I'm off the table. And yeah. then there's the what? There's like the objectives that you have to take or whatever. Some modified. Yep. Sectors or no, not sectors. It was the well. That's in there. The modified sectors is in there. Yeah, and key positions. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, you the problem is is the other side of the coin. If you don't, if you don't worth the the Panzer, I mean, you can bring a real standard German list with the Panzer four to get the Tiger Fear and you know, the infantry. Well, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and then you like just every other, like every other's list, you know. So right, like the net list sort of thing. Yeah, 
it's do you bring something stupid fun or do you bring something that's boring but you can win with it so i haven't decided that yet i I still three nebels is still gonna not do you bad might not do me how it might not how many points is a nebel worth for you 65 yeah, that's, that's not that expensive. <laughs> well, I'm going to be so hindered by taking two of these things. Uh, how many order dice do you have in your four Nebel Warfare list? Double platoon? Uh, the one I just threw together? Rough. Thinking around? Part. Like 13. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm still sitting at 10 or 11, so. Yeah. Which 13 would still be pretty good for a 1,000-point list. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not a Russian no, hoarder. No, Japanese 10, 10 12 is good. about your average, and then you yeah. get then you get the hoarders, which are the fourteen plus. And those, yeah. you know, honestly, playing against those lists it is not a whole lot of fun for me. But if it's fun for them, I guess that's great. Right. Right. Normally, I try to do one dice per hundred points is my goal. Right. Try not to be under that. Well, right. Exactly. I, the problem is, I ran into so I ran into so many lists that had a lot of hoarder dice at Bug Eater last year. I, the average the average I played against was I think thirteen to fourteen. <coughs> so okay, I, yeah. I, th- I didn't get I to think, play the German guy yeah. that had six order dice. <laughs> <coughs> I did. It still it sucked. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. It it's an interesting question where you know the choice is bog standard boring exactly what you expect with a reasonable chance to win or something completely unexpected that if it hits it's going to decimate you but if it misses it's going to you know I mean uh, I, it's I feel like there might be a way to strike I guess for me I'm more of a find the balance do something unexpected but it's not so swingy but I'll be interested to see how it goes yeah, me too. I don't know what I'm bringing yet, so that's the other thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I haven't really decided. I played. I, I, got, I got to play the two Nebel Warfare list against Dave the other day, and it was pretty freaking fun. I'm not going to lie. Do you, yeah, that's, do you worth some Nebels? Yeah. That's the trick. It's like, you know, it could be a lot of fun if everything just kind of goes off to see it happen, because that's why you put those kinds of lists together. But, I mean, you know, if you ruin someone's hobby. That, that's know. not what you want to do. No, no, you just want to see it go off because it's, it's really fun. fun when your list just hits, you know, and it's like nothing you can do about it. Just, you know, the dice pop the way they want to and they move in the wrong way and they make the mistake and it just, yeah. that's really fun. And but frankly, on the other side of I mean, that, yeah. not as much. Well, and frankly, you could wreck somebody's hobby with just a tiger fear. Like if he can't yeah. make a leadership role. Uh, you're right. That's a good point. Tiger fear is just as shitty like nobody, nobody likes Tiger Fear either. No. So, well, but I mean, I, I, I still believe you can, you can mitigate Tiger Fear. Well, if the board is a desert, well, you can, maybe you not. can mitigate Worfing Nebels too if you just keep your shit away from each other. Well, right. can't you indirect fire? No, you can't. No, you have to be in line of sight of the Nebel Worfers. That's right. Yep. Yeah, there's no yeah, observers. Right. Yep. No the spotters. Oh my God, that would be crazy. Oh God, Nebel observer. Oh man, that'd be really gross. That'd be gross. Uh, pointed about this ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. to be fair, I mean, those things weren't really ever actually aimed so much. as no. like pick pick a grid coordinate you're aiming at. Right. And that's Point a it in a direction and go. Guys are supposingly coming from this direction. Just light it up. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You see that forest over there? Yeah. I don't want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Burn it down. Done and right. done. Yeah. All right. So. Well, 
Interesting. We'll we'll obviously have more info on this when it comes around because it's not that it's not that far away. That's kind of the insane. No, all of a sudden it's like almost here. Like three weeks, exactly. Four weeks. That's that's crazy. Three weeks. I don't know how I'm going to pull that off if I get to go. I don't think that's going to happen, guys. Just going to got their spots still open. Yeah, we'll see. It's easy. It's yeah, easy. Yeah, you, yeah, you get in the car, you drive, you come back and find yeah. your shit in the lawn. That's, you guys, you know, that's great. That's easy. <laughs> Maybe we can tag team this one, Rick. We'll see. If if you guys actually show up at my house, I, I leave for work at about 9 o'clock in the morning, and you leave a ransom note, and you just like <laughs> you put a burlap sack over my head, and you just tell me I'm going somewhere, well, it's possible. Rick, what time, what time do you put your kids down? Uh, well, tonight... Nine. Well, typically, uh, anywhere between seven thirty and nine thirty. Well, the graduation should wrap up around eight thirty. There's like three thousand kids. Oh, yeah, it's like just classes. sitting there reading it's, names all it's day long. Only it's, a six hour drive from here. Yeah. Okay, Plus, I'm not convinced. I think, I think my wife would say yes. We may have to pay to, get, to dump them back off. It's like, well, all right, here's, here's $10,000. Will you take them back, please? <laughs> We've already got the hotel rooms are there, so yep. we have to worry about that. Drive up. I don't know. I think maybe we could swing this one if you if really want to. I can to. try. I'll see what I can do. At and I'll one, see what my wife really thinks about this. She might just be being yeah. a sweetie. So, Yeah, I gotta, I'll, I'll discuss. Okay. All right. So, well, let's let's bust into the next topic because let's try and make this one short and sweet because we've been Ooh, ram- breaking. You're a funny uh, guy. We don't <laughs> right. do anything short or sweet. All right. Well, I these are short, rules. But these are it. rules. Let's talk rules really quickly because I think we can cover these in a very short order before we right, break. Let's talk Everybody about seems these to rules. Love these two. Because, yeah, no, yeah. No. I mean, rules are good. Like I think it's nice to have some of these things, and I think we obviously come across some unique situations and games, and I think. We're not the only ones, and these rules are kind of unique. So I, I like both of these. And the first one is, I don't know what the actual what what part of the rule we're talking about, but it's HE versus buildings yet again, which is like everyone's bane of existence. So, so is this the artillery observer? No, in? no, this okay. is just as straight HE firing as buildings. And so the FAQ came out and changed like paragraphs two and three, and somehow in a couple of games I've played, it was. No, no, they get the cover th- for the building. Well, originally, the rules were, you get no cover, you're screwed, they're shooting at the building, that's it. Yep. The FEQ came out and said, other modifiers apply except for cover. So small teams. So you're not getting hard cover for the hit. building, you're getting small teams, you're getting down. Yep. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. So that's just... You know, we've had a played where they had to take, they're like, no, it's hard cover and small team. I'm like... No, I'm shooting at the building, not you. But right. if you go down, that applies. Right, because so, you're, like, hiding and you're being quiet. Yep. So it kind of makes you know, sense. The, the, they even, like, explain it in the FAQ is kind of like they're, you know, if you're down, then the enemy is taking time to try and find the shot and may not have it at all, and so they don't take it, and I eat right. this. So, but otherwise, you're, you're shooting at the building. So if you're in a second story and there's hedgerows, stone walls, whatever, that cover <laughs> half of the first story... And you're more than three inches away from that. Don't expect to have any cover whatsoever because they're firing at the building. Right. So go down. Right over yeah. And also, if you go down, since it's an HE, you're going to take half casualties. Yes. Unless the building just drops on you and then you're fucked. Then so. you take all the casualties. Very literally. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All of them. That's it. a roll of 10, uh, 10 or more on 2d6. Yep. 
Yep. Or yes. 3d6. Or 3d6 if they've or got 4D6 the Or 4d6 if you've got a Stern Tiger. Oh, wow. That's big. But so, a lot of points. Snipers, buildings are not always the safest thing to go when you've got a bunch of HE on the table. No. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. it's not. And, right. my, and I think that my current 30 core list has four two-inch HE templates. So you're saying you should take care of double snipers pretty well. I took out one last <laughs> night. I never, I never thought to fire at the other one. I was too busy making the gas move around the table. <laughs> Fair. Okay. All right, so that's pretty straightforward. All right, Jeff, this, this rule is where I saw this and I was like, I have no idea what the hell is going on. So why don't you explain the situation and what, what sure. the rule was? All right, spoiler alert, if you have the fact printed off next to you, and, of course, you've highlighted it because, you know, this is a hard question. That's very easy. It's not easy. that bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Right. So Which is literally one person out of everybody, and that one person is Pat. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I also the, have them tabbed. Yeah, you've got to have them tabbed. <laughs> so, uh, so here's the situation. Uh, I'm playing Dave. I've got my Nebelwerfer, and he's got his cavalry unit, right? And they're Romanian. So he's got some bros on horses. Bros on horses, um, I think they fail an order check. What did they do? They foobar? I forget. Yeah, you said they have foobarred or whatever. Right, so they yes. foobar, yep. right? But since mm-hmm. they can't fire from horseback, we decided they had no legal targets, so we just gave them the down. We just turned it to down. Like, that's just what you do when they, when they can't shoot, right? Correct. So bros on horses have a down order next to them. Well, subsequently, the Nebelwerfer werfs their nebels and lands a shot on them. So what we couldn't figure out is, do they get the benefit of being down, the half casualties from the template, from the Nebelwerfer, because they have a down order next to them. And normally they, the rule says you can't react by going down, but it doesn't actually say you can't benefit from going down in the rule book. However, once I got home and looked it up in the, well, Dave looked it up in the FAC, the FAC specifically says they never gain the, never gain the benefit of being down. So they don't get half casualties, even if they have a down die next to them. Right, because they would technically follow the vehicle rules. Sure. Exactly. Makes, it makes too much sense, because like, I couldn't see a bunch of horses laying in their and, side and stuff, trying to hide. Stuff never makes sense when you're in the middle of a game, because you're no. so objectionably biased. You want it, I want it to be this way. I want it to be this way. I, I yeah. don't know that I would have ever thought Dave or Jeff were that way. It, just, it seems like mm-hmm. a very confusing situation when you look at it. That's the tough because they're in the infant because they're in the in, cavalry are in the infantry section. They're in yes. the right. choice. Yeah. And I was like, well, infantry. We all know yeah. what down means, so. right? And well, very says, few infantry are able yeah. to recce. Right, right. It's a very it, well, but again, it's not like a true recce. It's like oh, they're horses. Of course, they can recce. Like yeah. it, I don't know. It's it was it was bizarre to me because it's not something that comes up very often. I thought it was exactly. a very interesting freaking thing. cavalry in World War II. I mean, come on. There's freaking well, horses running around. Right. It's crazy times. And That's why they, Dave they wanted to play. Down. I know. Yeah. He's like those horses. Yeah. Now, I have tried to talk him into playing armored cars instead, but I, that's a tough sell. <laughs> <laughs> Just get him to play a, like a war wagon, like a, a horse-drawn <laughs> tin can thing. Like, no, well, it's, it's not the horses he likes. It's the ability to recce and dance around. So yeah, sure. He, he, likes, he likes the nimble stuff. If he could so, have a dragon, Horse-drawn nimble warfare would be kind of weird. He's, he's found the sweet sweet spot between cavalry and 288s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very thin, very thin I'm, I'm, Venn diagram, but he's right there. I'm telling you, if you could get him to play Tank Wars, he would just have Pumas. It'd just be like... He, he well, the right? I, pro- I probably would just have Pumas, too, like quite honestly. There wasn't that many of them. Well, you'd have almost all of them. Yeah, you'd have like, an, like a third of Puma. Yeah. A Puma right. third. 
Well, so there's our there's a rule update. We're going to take a short break, and we'll come back and talk about how to make tables. Not that I know anything about this, uh, or making terrain, something like that. And we're going to talk about Operation Snafu as well. I like so, something about that part. Which what and what what? We're going to exactly. do something like that. Something in those realms. I, I'm just giving you some brief outlines. It'll, I don't know. It'll be worth your time. We're going to talk about well, how we go through our process of yeah. coming up with design, right. terrain, and yeah. themes for it. Themed, it'll be worth themed your tables. Time. It's got to be worth something. It'll, it'll hey, certainly be worth your time. Hopefully, you guys are like not just sitting here staring at your computer screen, watching like the seconds tick by as you read as you're watching this or watching this as you're listening to this. <laughs> Hopefully, you're maybe doing something else like painting bolt action or yeah, or like girls in Panzer tabbed in another window. Oh wait, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> so Pan- yeah, so Panzer panties two point We'll take a we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Elmer's Doom 
welcome. Welcome back. Hopefully you like the music. All right. Let's just bust into it, I guess. Right? I'm going to cut in here and say you need to um, come up with a new way. I know. I was just thinking, that's why I paused in the middle of that one. I was like, God, I say this the same thing every time and it's lame. I hope you liked the music. Well, we don't know what it is. (laughs) I didn't say that. I didn't. You can just look at that episode. I just paused that because I was like, that's why I paused. It's like, I'm not saying that again because I still don't know what the music is, but I really don't care. Hopefully you liked it though. It was awesome. I've actually I, got the, I loved it. My next editing, I've got uh, I've got two songs lined up. So I wonder what Waltzing Matilda. Be. No, damn you! <laughs> Why must you be like that? <laughs> no, it was, that was actually perfect for that episode. I'm just gonna say. All right. So I don't know where this this topic came from. I think it came from our Facebook when we asked for you know like, what would you like us to talk about on our podcast thread? Right? Is that where this came from? Yes. Okay, so like like we we kind of reached out and asked for people to come up with ideas or yeah. things that they wanted us to talk about in depth. And if this section sucks, it's your guys' fault, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. Well, uh, well and it and it actually directly ties to the... perhaps we let execution. <laughs> I was going to say there's some fault in the execution. There. Uh, sure, be, sure. Right? There's, there always is, but that's that's but that the nature sucks. of well, snafu. <laughs> right? It's I, they've oh, come to a dear. level of quality. They've, they have a come to a level of expectation of us doing a poor job. Then that's and, that's and fine. just in case it's never been touched on and somebody really hasn't figured it out that what Snafu actually stands for. <laughs> if you figure what, it out, that's what we do. Yeah. Well, all all f- foul, fouled up. Yeah. There you go. Fouled up. Yeah, that's the right word. If you, I mean, it's in the intro every time after the first two. So come on. <laughs> I, I skip the intro, the first... don't you? No. No. Why would you ever skip the intro? It's not that long. Actually, my kid likes the sound, so that's yeah. pretty good. The, the dong ring noises and stuff, and the whistles, yep. and the all ring. sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, slide whistle, yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's all pretty fun stuff. Yeah, so that that tangent was for you, Mister Army Man. I think you were that said we tangent. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely tangent. Oh my Just god! FYI. Yeah. All right. So someone we asked us to tangent with intent. Yeah. No, <laughs> we have. We always have intent. But so someone asked us. I, I wish I had the name. Are we oh, a tangent was, until we find it? Was a it? long time ago. Private pile. Pri- private <laughs> private <laughs> snafu well asked yeah. us to talk about how we came up with our ideas for some of our boards, or not our boards, your guys's boards, because I don't have any to speak of at this point. Jesus um, Christ, you do. I, well, they just, they're, just not, they're not finished yet. Yep, that's really what it comes yep. down to. And when they are done, they're going to just blow away this stuff. Eh, so. That's not true, but that's okay. They'll be awesome. Or they'll, they're going to blow. I mean, they'll blow or blow away. So I mean. <laughs> it's, yeah, either way, it's got blow in it. They could so. do both. They could do both. <laughs> they, they could. But not not likely. So, I But anyway, think. so they basically asked, how do you how, how are you guys coming up with your ideas for your boards? And what like how did you decide that that was what you were going to do? I think is essentially the question that I remember seeing. When, like, that's where pretty this much the gist. I mean... Yeah, so if you're looking at terrain, what what gets you to make a board based around something? Right. Or, and I guess you can take it a step back and say, are you finding terrain and then making a board around a theme based on the terrain you're finding? Or are we coming up with an idea for a board or a theater or whatever and then trying to find stuff that fits into that theme? I've got, so the, concrete, I've got the concrete answer for you right here. It is yes to both. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> right, so well, maybe maybe the best way to, to to describe this is maybe go through a couple of the tables that we've that that have 
this has happened with, right? Like, so Dale's Dale, your your city table in my mind is a great example of a themed table. But I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's specific to an era or theater, but to me, no, it's, it's super. I think the, I think uh, Dale has kind of the same thing that you know I go through a lot of these companies and I look at a lot of the terrain they have, and uh, what Dale actually pointed this one out to me, which is why we sought out the sought uh, sought out. Eh, just getting suck late. out what? So we, we sucked out. No, we sought out Zulk as a sponsor <laughs> because this one table set that Dale really liked, right, Dale? It was the wow, set you liked, right? Ago. I'm trying to remember. It's a, it's it's almost, the, yeah. It was the urban. His urban set that had like five or six yeah. different sets to I it mean, that's used for your tank war Kursk thing. Yes, it was. It was a single. Yeah, it was a single set. It's it's a curious thing because it's such an open ended question, question, and there isn't really any wrong answer. And so that <laughs> well, that's specific why you table, can answer it. Well, no, I mean because each table comes about in its own way, and that specific table came about because I saw like an advertisement or something that came across my Facebook feed for Zolk where they had that ruined city terrain and I'm kind of playing around with an idea of maybe trying to put together a shelled out table and it just fit the the idea in my mind um, and I was able to adapt it to the table itself so um, so in that situation it was. I had an idea of something I thought would be cool for a th- uh, like an actual historical theater or something that happened and a way to represent that. And I saw the shelled out, ruined, industrial, urban area and used it. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that kind of explains that board, right? So you found terrain you wanted yeah. and you made it fit a theme that you'd already kind of... Because you'd already been that rumbling the, the idea, right? Like you'd already kind of said, I want to make a cursed right. board. And right, this is so where I'm it, starting it was, from. No, it was um, it was a couple of no. This isn't the cursed uh, cur, cursed board cursed. or cursed board. Yeah, that that one it was wasn't the, the tank board. Oh, that's and, a different one. Hedros. That is a different one. You're right. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just a city yeah, board. Shelled yeah, shelled out, bombed out city. So the idea was to try to come up with a way to do a modular city board with blocks where the roads could be could move around and could be adjustable depending on what the objectives of the scenario were. <clears throat> sure. That was the original intent of the building. And so I found a mat that was just cobblestone and would allow me to place city blocks on top of it, which is why you get the sidewalks around the burned out buildings. So that's, it, it's, it was a couple of ideas that came together because of I wanted to make it modular. It's not modular at all in the end. Uh, yeah, that happens more the, often than you'd think. Right. <laughs> like this thing they end up being static. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it ended up being completely static because when I ended up kind of forming the the blocks, I didn't want completely parallel streets up and down, mm-hmm. you know, the board because that is just predictable and boring and you end up with someone that can just blitz, you know, 36 inches across the way and yeah not fun double envelopment don't do that come on <laughs> right so in this situation the idea for for that specific board was functionally i wanted to come up with a modular board <clears throat> which informed a little bit of how it was put together it is kind of modular but not really it's it's and then mostly modular the in the sense that it can pack into boxes you can set it up left to right well, or right to left it's modular in that the four 
double city blocks can be moved around. Mm -hmm. And there are some tall buildings and short buildings, and you can rotate them and, and things like that. But the streets themselves don't change necessarily. Okay. They don't at all. Still. So that's, yeah, so that's two ways that two different ideas um, created that singular board. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay. So, like, and I, and Pat and Jeff, you guys have a whole slew of boards to talk about here as far as, like, how you guys come up with your ideas. Like, you want the ones that are done or the ones I'm working on? Yeah, right? Uh, let's start with the done. Like, let's let's talk about, like, I'm just Pegasus trying to think of good examples. Yeah, that, that perfect example. That was oh. one of, of finding a kit and going, wow, this is just amazing. <laughs> and then getting some encouragement from you guys and actually doing it and then and then actually a lot of research and finding World War pictures around that and then also at the same time trying to bring it back into more of a playable scale because the act, if, if I'd done the actual Pegasus Bridge there would have been about six inches on either side of the long edge for you to put your troops on and that just right. obviously you, know, you have to work some feasibility and there really isn't a lot of cover in the actual Pegasus Bridge scenarios but you know building that into so it's more of a, a, a fun way to play it and that's actually one that is uh, going to be modified coming up for this next operation snafu to again make it more of a dynamic element you know to it's more of, about playing the table with this iconic bridge on it than it is trying to replay the scenario of the bridge itself so it's trying to make it from the historical element to a good playable nice centerpiece sure someone's not going to ram it Friggin' tiger but, into the middle of it, right? We're not going to have somebody Austin do the Austin Powers, Powers with the yeah. with the tank in the middle and completely block it off. <laughs> like, that if you like, blow it up, then you can't cross the bridge anyway. Right. So, that was yeah. hilarious, by the way. It was, it was. But you're like, really? You did that? Come on, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> I liked it. Like, what? I could turn Eric. ninety degrees. Eric, like, fine. No, I, that was no. one I actually took a picture of. No, I don't. No, I don't think it was one of our clubmates as much as it was. No, it but wasn't. he was playing against one of our clubmates. Yeah, maybe it's possible. Yeah, but Eric, yeah, yeah, I think so he was playing against like, Eric. I forget who it was, but yeah, it was like. Yeah. And I asked him, "How did you get it to turn that way?" And he's like, oh, "I just picked it up and turned it." I said, "That's what they did I in World War II, right? They picked down. up their tanks and turned them." <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me get the tank jacks out. We're gonna... <laughs> exactly. We're gonna pivot the sucker. Although, then again, a tank, you know, the the metal side rails that for pedestrians wouldn't have held up against a tank if it decided no, to turn. No, it would have been, so. would have been in the river anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. But, okay. So, Pat, did, did that one start with the terrain, the Pegasus terrain kit, or or somewhere else? That one started with the the whole bridge, the, the Pegasus bridge with the paratroopers and the German troopers that were involved in the whole, there was a whole, like, all-in-one, and they actually had scenarios for that. So that the terrain kit itself started that. Okay. And then the rest of it kind of built around as they tried to find pieces that would make it more interesting and give it more of a, an even-sided advantage as far as from an actual tactical playing the game of bolt action. Ah, oh, sure. Cool. Right. And you found, like, the appropriate mat. I think a lot of people... I feel like a lot of people that have that Pegasus bridge have that similar mat, though, right? Like, that cigar, uh, cigar, cigar box one, right? Yep. And by the way, that one has been cut up. So, oh my oh wow that's oh. ballsy so I'm, I'm actually going I will there will be so and, and here's here's the thing the, this the end result and not so much the worrying about what you're having to pay to get into it as long as you can do it over a long enough period of time sure so that there will be a the, actually that 
new mat, that new layout will actually have technically two cigar box mats on it because I'll have to change the bridge and I want to make it, like I said, more of a a more fun way to play that scenario. Okay, cool. So, I'm looking forward to that. But all right, so let's so so again, it sounds like that one was you found a piece of terrain you really wanted to paint or make a list make a table out of, and you made a you you formed a concept around it. So, I mean, I guess there's, like we, we just said, like there are two ways to do this. You either are finding an idea and you're making stuff work for it, or you're finding things that work and then making it a theme around it. Does anyone done the opposite where they've like, I like, it sounds like maybe I, I'm guessing Jeff actually has done this because he's seen a lot of Europe. <laughs> so a fair amount of Europe. So I'm guessing Jeff is like, I'm guessing you have done the opposite or the inverse. I've only seen Europe through Jeff's Facebook post. Right, exactly. That's how I live. I live vicariously through Jeff's Facebook. I assume that Europe. Hollywood World War II stuff is all malarkey and what Jeff sends us is correct. Right. Yeah, well, it's probably that's more likely true anyway. But so, so Jeff, when you're making a, a, a board... Are you like I saw the French countryside? I'm going to make a French countryside board, and then finding stuff that works for that. Or are you most, just kind of like screw it? I'm just doing whatever. <laughs> no, actually, most of the time that's exactly what I do. Okay, um, I'll be uh, I'll be if I'm not in Europe or some other part of the world myself, uh, I'll be scrolling through historical pictures and I'll see something and I'll be like, that looks really freaking cool. And I was like, can I make that into a board? You know, or um, keyword historical pictures. Yeah, you want the historical pictures, or you know, like the one board I haven't made yet. It was actually that French countryside board from Snafu that I put together. What that originally started as um, was I was going to make the Braycourt Manor, which is a very famous assault from Band of Brothers. If you're familiar with yep, it, yep, yep, sure, um, sweet. But I, at, in the time I had allotted, I couldn't figure out how to make that work as a game table just because it calls for the four artillery positions blah 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 it wasn't going to work for a game it would work great for a scenario with your friends but it wasn't going to work for a competitive game as well i had a lot of that same trouble back well a couple years ago this back in version one when i got the the german armored train from sarissa Mm -hmm. and i'm like this is really sweet this is really cool i want to find a way to play this and i'm like how do i actually make a, a good competitive bolt action table with this. You and still the, have that thing, by the way. I do, and the answer is it's a side piece. Yeah, yeah. I have some it, ideas. Of, is it painted? Right. Out of curiosity, uh, it is assembled, primed, and ready to be airbrushed and painted. Yes, I have some. I have some ideas for that later on. Let's put a pin in that just for a minute. <laughs> I even got tracks and everything for it. See, okay. that's what I was hoping you'd say too. So, yes. so anyway, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, and like. Um, so that's what that table was, and uh, the only the only table I've done where it wasn't something I've seen was what I ended up being that catch catchkin that last table we threw together for Snafu where it was the church, and that was basically my overflow of reta- remaining terrain pieces. And <laughs> so not so much a themed table, right? That just... table won't really be making a reappearance, right? In that form, but okay. segments of it will be will be brought in a modified form. It'll it's it's kind of like the donor <clears throat> program, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It will live on through other tables. It will live on in other tables. Absolutely. Sure. But like okay. what I've got sitting in my, you know, back in my paint room right now is that, that entire delivery we talked, the C-130 dropped off to me. Uh, I'm actually doing the village of Gosas, which is a place I visited in Senegal. Um, so there wasn't actually any fighting that far inland, but there, you know, there could have been. 
and it will work as a desert village anywhere but it's going to be fairly I'm not going to say one-to-one -one, but fairly accurately modeled on what was there during World War Two. So did you run like strings across when you're taking the pictures, a little CSI action, put the little scales not next to it? Not quite that bad, but <laughs> I did dig out all my photos of the place. And setting bananas over. next to uh, things. For yeah, scale. I'm looking forward to that. That, that yeah. sounds sweet. So you, yeah. you just you just got to Google Earth it a little bit. And you, you, you know, you, they, the car went through on the main road, the Google car, so you can street view <coughs> from the main road. Nice. Okay. Which is kind of awesome. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. So that's, that's what's on the workbench right now. Okay. Uh, so I, I, my theory is 99% of the time I see a place and I'm like, I want to make that into a board, right? On rare occasions, there's a really awesome terrain piece I see and I'm like, I may buy that and make a board around that without the context of it existing in real life because it just looks that cool. But that's mm -hmm. on the secret project. I don't know if I'll have that board done in time for Snap <laughs> this year. But it will be done soon. Okay. Yeah. Ironically enough, the two the two projects that I currently have working for the last two boards, snowboards, by the way, just saying, is um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, one of them is like this is the idea. I want to find some historical pictures. Mm -hmm. I want to see what I can find, and then hope to God I can find some train to do it. And the other one was stumbling across uh, GC Mini's website and finding some pieces of train, and I'm like, holy freaking sweet! I need to make something with that. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. spoiler alert: there'll be trenches on one of the boards. Ooh, I like trenches. If you haven't That's seen, cool. if you haven't seen some, he's got <laughs> a relatively new, entirely modular trench system, which is freaking spectacular. Really yep. well yeah. done. Awesome. So yeah. I've got a whole pile of that ready to, ready to be painted. I'm hoping. I guess. Sure. I don't know. Let's get past this June thing and see what happens. Right. Right. Yeah, so I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that we've spent a lot of time, like all of us have, been digging through all of these different MDF terrain builders or sure. terrain kits that we can have available to us. I feel like there's a lot of them, and I think maybe some people don't know them, but we, we've we done a lot of that, so we have a lot of inspiration as far as what that terrain could potentially be. Google MDF terrain, see what happens. Well, no, right, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying, <laughs> but just the idea that we have an idea in the back of our head of like what's available out there, where some, I think some people that might try and, that might hinder them if they don't know that it's there. There are a lot of MDF manufacturers out there. That's what I'm getting at. Is basically and I do have probably about there. a half dozen regular go-tos that I will yeah. look for it. And then oh, if absolutely. I can't find it there, then I'll start some, I'll try my Google foo about finding some other things. And then it here, here you know, here's the big secret. Pinterest has a lot of crap with a yeah, lot of world really does. stuff. It really, it really does. does. And a lot of it is really freaking good and will use ideas. And oddly enough, some of those have contacts that you can email the person and actually ask them, hey, where did you get this from? And they answer. It's really weird. Or they have comments already on their page right. about yep. where they did you find this building? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's from this place. Oh, and yeah, it's 15 right, millimeter see. scale. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of that out there. But uh, So I was going to say, I'm like, to, to the point of Dale mentioned this earlier in the episode is, and this is calling out Facebook again, is that the Bolt Action Facebook group, like the just the generic bolt action Facebook group, there's always terrain on there. I think I saw like a there was like a 16 foot board on there today that looked incredible. Like there were some really nice tables. So there's always inspiration out there as far as bolt action tables. Yeah, like you just said, Pat, go on Pinterest. You can just as easily search for bolt action on there, and you'll get all sorts of stuff. And and people will respond. Absolutely. And they'll tell you 
what you want to know yeah, we'd, if you're polite. The same thing, too. We on our, on our Facebook page, we try and keep pictures of kind of our projects and what we're playing on. And if you have a question about where those buildings come from, if we know, we'll absolutely tell you. <laughs> or if we don't, we'll <laughs> say that, too. Yep. <laughs> There's been a lot of times we've been asked about those buildings that we just that we got gotten from, from a recent. Like, yeah. uh, we not, don't have a clue where those came from. Sorry. I think I think there's one other way that you can put a board together that we haven't really talked about or discussed. Go for it. Give and it. That, and we may not have actually done this. Um, have any of us – I have not. No, I have not. Have, you, have any of us put together a board um, for a specific scenario? Besides well, I mean, the Pegasus Bridge? Yeah, Pegasus Bridge kind of does that. Well, that's why I asked, because yep. Pegasus Bridge, it lends you itself. actually started with that because of, it does lend itself to a specific scenario, but you started on that because of, you know, whatever it was. But if you're flipping through, you know, Market Garden, and you, or maybe not Market Garden, let's say Crete, and they need to take uh, an airfield. There's a mission to, to take an airfield. Well, you need an air, air airfield board for that. Can I ask you to so, turn off your webcam in my basement, please? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so what the are idea, you talking? That sounds creepy. So I, oh, God. I guess, <laughs> like, I guess I'm asking. It, it literally laid out you, on my table right now is, right. Is, the, is the markup, is the makeup of an airfield table, yes. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, an airfield is kind of the classic you know, conflict point, but, you know, Jeff having written the scenarios, you know, going through that exercise for operation snafu, did you find that I have this really cool idea for a scenario? I need a board to support that. And so you put one together. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yes. The partisan one, I took the two buildings that were going to be Braycourt Manor and I made, and I was like, I wasn't going to be able to do it. And I was like, okay. So I sent them off to the side and then I was like, I have this idea for a cool scenario. These two buildings will work if I buy a third building and add this, and that became the partisan uh, table there. So where you had to which was a huge hit at at operations. One word for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Depending upon who read the scenario and they really understood it. So. Yep. <laughs> okay. I so love I, that I, scenario, by the way. So, yes, it was yeah, a great thought, scenario. Don't be surprised if that one creeps its way back in next well, something year. Something extremely similar is, except for it might be the partisans. Scenario, yeah, oh, God, right. yeah. So, so I think I mean it. Really, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that's out there. Whether it's you know Facebook or Pint, 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 what Pinterest, is Pinterest, Pinterest, or <laughs> MDF searches or actual World War Two historical photos. And there are a couple of feeds on Twitter where you can actually on this day in 1943 <coughs> this happened. And, and Warlord and so, does a pretty good job of, of putting kits out for that kind of stuff too. Like I think yeah. they just had a whole other blurb of them, where they actually they finally partnered up with uh, World War Scenics for all those bocages and stuff, and actually got a whole bunch of whole they new did. new sets of bocages that I don't have and kind of want, but I'm trying to hold off, so I should have those next week. Yeah, I was going to say as a, as a comment on all of the. Looking at World War II photos, that was a that was one of the bigger downers of my Pacific board that I was working on. Was uh, for some reason I don't know why the the yeah, why they fight over there is really tough. Well, well right, but the, just the the pictures are really brutal compared to other theaters. For some reason, I just feel like I couldn't find a picture that didn't have a bunch of dead bodies in it. It just was kind of mm-hmm. just like disturbed. It was just it felt more disturbing than normal World War II pictures for some reason. Mm-hmm. It was the story of the comic. Yeah, it, I mean, it was, but it was still just like, man, like, I wish I could find pictures that were, like, good references without 
having let, to see all this death and destruction, even though that's all it was. Do you have post-it notes? You could just cover them? <laughs> well, l- let me dig around a little bit on that, actually, having been to Vietnam, at least. Uh, I have some pictures in the countryside. You know, obviously, this is now, but right. a lot of those buildings aren't any different than they were. Well, it's not even like the buildings. I was, like, I was looking for freaking, like... What does the vegetation look like? What is, like, I guess just from a standpoint of, like, how I was theming this board is, like, I wanted to know, like, is it actually that hilly? Is it, you know, is it mostly grass? Like, is it mostly palm trees? Like, you know, because you always see those tables and it's, like, it's a thousand palm trees. Oh, is that Pacific? Like, is that actually factually accurate? I was trying to figure out all those things. I think you have to watch the documentaries. Yeah, maybe that would do I mean, there's a lot of still. There's a lot of stills on... You know, the carnage. Yeah. But if you get the moving pictures is when you actually get a sense of, well, at least a little bit more. Yeah. Also, I would I would almost recommend, like, um, some of the computer games, the first-person shooters from World War sure. II in the Pacific Theater where they're, and look at the maps and everything that they've built up there. That, that might, might help. Almost That's be a good idea, a actually. That's, go a, that's a great... It. I, it was more or less just kind of as a PSA to say that you know you're you're likely to find some pictures that are going to be a little bit more disturbing. Sure. It's just it's kind of the nature of it, but it's just unfortunate that like I felt like for some reason the, the Pacific stuff that I was looking for versus any other area was just a little bit more gruesome. So let's dive a little bit into where now. I mean we've we've given you a little bit of a hard time about quote unquote lack of execution on your end. <laughs> well, it's definitely a lack of execution, boards. but just but not un- where. Well, why don't you talk a little bit about where the process you went through in deciding because you've got more than just one board in the works on your sure I, well and i mean one of them like so one of them was like so I, I the pacific board and then i had a factory board that i was working on at the same time and i'm actually still you know slowly chugging away at it but the, the factory board was mostly like i liked this particular kit and there was a lot of kit pieces that went with it from like sarasa and GC Mini had a nice big huge factory, and I was like, "Well, I'm I can make an entire table out of a factory stuff oh, yeah. without any mm-hmm. trouble." You know, the only thing I think I'm missing is actually like the worker houses. Like, I think I should like that's the only thing I feel like I'm missing is just like the piece of that you know, like the you know the row houses that were there you know when they were working. I, so I can't tell you how bad I want to pick. I mean, you already have it. But I wanted to get that after being in Pilsen yeah. to make the Skoda factory out of it. Yeah. Because like, I think that would be such a cool hmm. scenario. It's not something that you see very often, actually. No, out there in bolt action or even war gaming in general, it's a huge factory that you can get in and play, and that's a real objective. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's probably a little more. Well, I mean, like we were just talking about Stalingrad and like, like that kind of a like the Soviets protecting their factories type thing is kind of an interesting idea. So. So yeah, so that was that one, but that one was primarily like I found terrain that I wanted to like. I thought this would be really cool and it'd be different than anything else anyone else is doing, and then just trying to execute against that. Now the Pacific was the opposite, where like I had essentially came about because I had Marines, and I wanted to make a you know make a board that seemed fitting to have a Japanese Marine battle on. Uh So not not per se a certain scenario, but you know. Marines, Marines did fight other places. I'm not saying they didn't, but it seemed like you know, they it's mostly... It's kind of a classic World yeah, War II scenario. Right. They mostly fought in that theater, so why would you not have at least a representation of that within our club 
Just mm-hmm. like you're playing Japanese. The Japanese didn't fight anywhere else outside of Japan, as far as I know. Well, they were in China and Southeast okay. Asia. Okay, all right. So like in that in that little clump there, but they they weren't fighting in yeah. Europe, right? Like no. <laughs> like not a lot of not, not officially. <laughs> yeah, right. No, <laughs> not a lot of French countryside battles with the Japanese. So, no. you know, just having some ability to have a different area, and that's kind of where that came from, and then finding pieces that fit in, which. Oddly enough, that one's mostly like it's not done yet, but it's mostly aquarium plants. Like I don't, you can go find a million Pacific boards on, for bolt action. Mine's not going to be that different than most of them. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I did have some kind of sad, like post winter, going out into the screen porch garage area and find, discovering that I may have destroyed my baseboards for all of it so i might be oh, oh, oh no, well i left i didn't really realize sad. that my screen porch flooded in the winter oh no and i should have propped them off the ground but i didn't and so i was like oh shit i that probably screwed that up so i may i may just move to a mat it's probably going to be easier with a mat anyway quite honestly so a lot easier to transport yeah, yeah but it's still not you as had cool the water effects and i know i had water effects and all sorts now of now you have stuff, some but... natural water effects yeah unfortunate like water effects so yeah um Warpage. yeah so so that one's kind of changing things a little bit too with that one just like i just <clears> got to roll with the punches sometimes and you know what i maybe this is one where you're just like i'm gonna hang up the hat i think there are some times where you have to accept Maybe cut your losses. There's sometimes when you have to abort and go in a different direction. And yeah, see and salvage. Yep. this one's aborted a couple times and gone a couple different directions. So mm-hmm. uh, those are the ones that I put in the box for "quote unquote" club train. Yep, <laughs> that you can just kind of leave there and you don't you don't care what happens to them afterwards. You you mean my entire Mordheim collection? <laughs> Is that yours? Yeah, that was all mine. Okay, I never finished it, but Dude, I was that's like, "That's a good idea. I should drop those plastic craft buildings I have off at the club. Just leave, and them, just there. leave them there. They you won't feel, care." They'll, use they'll eventually them. get destroyed. I don't care. I mean, they're just sitting in a box here at home because I don't have enough table to make them look good. Right. Okay. Yep. Well, there you go. That that's a possible that's a possible solution. Just dump your stuff at the yeah. club. Also, if you re- if you ever decide to restart a Southeast Asia board, let me know because I've got some pictures from the. Like I said, I got pictures. They yeah. have a lot of vegetation that'll. No, show you what I, it's, I, like. it's never like I've not hung up the. I haven't hung up the hat on it yet. Okay. I just have to get back on it and work on it some more. So yeah, yeah, I'd be totally happy to show you like what it looked like. So. Yeah, I, that's probably better than me looking at a bunch of pictures with dead people in them. So <laughs> it might help. Kind of depressing as hell. It's, it's hopefully less depressing to look at. Yeah, my pictures. well, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Until you look at the pit toilet and you're like, oh, never mind. Kind of yeah. sucks. Interestingly enough, looking through that stuff is what um, made it extremely obvious that flamethrowers were used quite, oh, quite effectively and often in that particular theater. Yeah. To. to all sorts of bad, atrocious things happen, and you're just like, I really don't need to yeah. see this in my life, unfortunately. So, yeah, for the most part, that's kind of where I was at. So, so it was a little hard to research that one, but too much I, realism for you. Yeah, it's a little, it, a little. It was like I'm playing with little plastic soldiers that did this stuff from real life, and I was like, ooh, it's a little close to well, home. In all fairness, those little plastic soldiers did not do that, right? But you're just like, I'm reenacting what basically is happening here, yeah. and that's yep, yep, it. Made no, it just a little bit too close to home for me when I was researching that, not to get all philosophical on this, but that, that was where I was. So it was a little bit weird, but that it didn't help me move forward very quickly on the project. Let's put it that way. Right. 
What was there right, was so two you're working on? What was the other one? The factory. The other one okay, was a factory, factory board. That's right. I actually had another idea for a factory board that was completely different from the first one. So like I have one that was smaller factories, but Dale's I think Dale's referring to the one that I haven't even started, but I think should still happen is an in, completely enveloped factory board like you're, you're fighting in the factory like the entire factory is the table and you don't actually have the outside walls you just have an inside structure that would represent a factory you know with like you could even have like planes and shit in there like crashed I think, planes no they'd be like well the half factory, assembled no. planes assembled that are getting planes. Okay, overrun right, assembled. like the wings aren't bolted on yet they're there but they're not assembled right you have like three assembly lines right yeah down. so you essentially have like like this factory was literally running 15 minutes ago and is being overrun by, you know, whoever. And I thought that would be like a really awesome board or it's a tank or a tank factory. It doesn't matter which kind of factory it is. So yep. it's whatever you can find cheap models to fit that space, which was kind of the hindering factor in that one. Cause I think trying to find 156 airplanes is, can be really expensive when you need 10 of them. eBay. I was yeah. I tried eBay. It's getting in that scale was the hard part. Getting you get you're talking ten yeah, bucks a pop. Yeah, they're usually one seventy two. Yeah, one forty eight's not too terrible. One forty eight would be a lot better than one than yeah than one seventy second. But I have um I have sixteen wrecked tanks on. My yeah, I know, table. but you can buy <laughs> but you can buy like you, those are readily available in the right scale. And you can buy they a are. Zog. Like for 10 bucks. Right. But, you know, the, the gliders that they have out now for yeah, the Airborne, the I think they're 172. So it's not it's not that far off. I mean, okay. if you had a full-scale glider, it would it would be the board. So well, that's, I mean, no, that no. is if the someone, idea. If someone gets a 3D printer, I have access to all the gliders 3D printed in the correct scale. I just don't have the printer. So you could just make a, I could just make a glider factory. I will have one of those next month. You could make an entire, you know, not that I would say this is the greatest idea, but you could make an entire board that's just a field with like ten gliders on it. Oh, there you go, so, just uh, like the the, yeah. like where they start the landing from. zone, the big landing Z. zone. You got case case gelp on top of the uh, on top of the fort. You've got you've got all the paratroopers in Market Garden. You've got Crete where you can have a bunch of. Uh, a lot of fun glider. stuff. Oh no, they didn't glider in. No, they parachuted into Crete. They, they parachuted. Yeah. They, they have a whole lot of uh, bridge stuff too, as far as the Market Gardens are concerned. They got a yes, lot of stuff do. around that bridge too far and all that stuff. Yeah, I really. Uh, someone's gonna have to buy a three D printer, and I'm hoping it's not me, but it might be me. <laughs> like I said, I'll so have one, I'll have one next month. It's uh, the Father's Day birthday I've got, coming up, so. Well, that's hot. I've got a quick question for you guys then to maybe maybe not wrap this up, but we'll see. Now, our, our demands, uh, demands probably is demands. our requirements for terrain might be, might be different because we're looking at, okay, so we need boards 15, 16. Um, so we're looking for different kind of things. If, if, you're, if you're starting a group and there's eight of you bros out there and you want two tables that can represent, you know, an Eastern... European theater and a Western European theater, you might not necessarily be looking at doing a factory board. Right. So where would you start? Where would you start there? If you're just, if you want one or two boards where you can play a ton of bolt action on. Centros, some trees and one or two farmhouses. So Sarissa and somebody that makes a good, who makes that good bocage set. World War Scenics. There you go. Okay. So one table with like, um, countryside. Yep. This is okay. a pretty common area of, of where people fought, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Get yep. a bunch of trees and some hedgerows, and you can, like put one building on it if you really want to have a house on it. 
World War Senior's got some pretty okay. very generic roads too, whether yep. paved or dirt, that work really good for that kind of stuff. They're just just small enough that you can still get tanks through them, but you're, they're not like you know, not, it's not going to be a highway where you can get two tanks running side by side on them. Which is kind of what the what the hillside kind of stuff really was, or the the countryside terrain really was at the time. And I would add to that a mat from Cigar Box, um, which is what I base my tank war battlefield on. It's um, pre-printed, and they actually do double-sided now, if I'm not mistaken. And so you can get the roads and preformed field areas, which really helps out a lot, at least. That would be my input. The really from, nice thing about the cigar box, Max, some cigar box, Matt. Nobody can say it. That's wow. okay. <laughs> it's, it's a tricky word. English yeah. is just tough. Um, is that you can you can do hills and then you can put them under the mat so you don't have to worry about taking the time to actually paint them and decorate them and do the flocking stuff like that because you can put, actually put them under because the mats are oversized for you to do that. Yep, that's a that's a good. Which point. is what I did with the whole Pegasus Bridge thing. Is I had I just carved out. You know, and kind of made the the river bank and stuff like that, and did some hills, and and put those under there, and that saved a crap ton of time. Okay, and I agree with you on that first one out. I think the second one is a little bit trickier, but if you had, if you one hundred percent had to choose a second board to do, what would it be? I and I, I know what I would do. Ooh. So we'll start with Jeff. Okay. What would you do? So assuming I've already got a countryside board, like a Europe, a Europe board, is it? Western, Western European, European, French. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or what I assume as an American, French would be like. In World War II. Yeah. <laughs> nice disclaimer. Which is totally so, wrong. <laughs> which is not close. Which is not even close. Yes, but it's okay. So if I had, if that's my first table, my second table then is probably either. Honestly, my second table is probably going to be a North African board, yeah, which is a lot I more open. Because that's another fun er- fun area of the war to play war games in, um, but it's a real tight one to do a city, some kind of city board with it. a small village board, I guess. Maybe not like a big city, but like a village board. But I think I'd probably lean into that North Africa board. Okay, and where would you go maybe to start looking at that pieces for that kind of a board? It's still going to be MDF, so I would I would hunt through. Uh, the GC Mini has a great catalog of North Africa. The guy I bought my Ghost Sauce board from went out of business, so can't go there. Okay. Uh, but GC Mini's got a really good set for that. And All right, and Pat, you were also on board with that North Africa. So ironically board. enough, my first two boards was uh, kind of a, a countryside, uh, uh, North uh, Eastern Europe sort of thing, but it was kind of a, a city-slash-countryside. And then my second one was, was the North Africa, and this was more of um more of a desert terrain sort of thing where they actually had like the, the outcroppings and the rocks and stuff like that. And so what I did with that is I got a bunch of uh, molds from Woodland Scenics and just did Plaster of Paris and then took some of that pink one-inch thick foam that you can get at like your Home Depot or, you know, wherever and just kind of carved those out and put those on there and just, you know, made rises out of the desert and got a nice desert mat for it and then added in some other things just to make it interesting like the oil fuel that board that we had at Operation okay. Snafu, and that's those were actually those were actually my first two boards that I had done. All right, so Rick, what would your number two board be if 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 the countryside wasn't your first? Well, if it was, uh, and, and it wasn't, but that was primarily because there were so many of them already rolling around. By the time mm-hmm. I was getting around to terrain, so I was like, well, I don't need a countryside board. Um, well, 
I, I don't know. I'm probably going to say Pacific because that's where I went. Just from a like where where I would go. I don't know. But that's because okay. I was like play Germany, and then I was like I'm going to play the Marines. So it kind of seemed like a fitting spot to go to. But all right, yeah, and 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 that makes sense because you know I I guess if we don't, it, it seems obvious, but if you don't say it out loud, a lot of your own personal choices really dictate the direction that you move forward in your own house. Well, and yeah. like you said, if there's eight bros and, and you know you got two dudes playing Japanese and a couple guys playing Americans, maybe you would throw in a Pacific yeah. board before you would do a, a an African board just from a nobody's playing desert rats or, you know, any of the other, you know, Africa can Africa theater stuff. So, right. For me, my second board it, and just like you guys, it's it, what was my second board. And it was, it was an urban bombed out city. I don't know. For some reason, you know, just you know, the air campaign really sticks for me, and and so just these and and my board doesn't actually reflect the sheer devastation of the air campaign, but you know, I just wanted a bunch of ruined buildings, and I think someone commented once that it looked like what was this in Vancouver because the Canadians came through and cleaned up everything. <laughs> Somebody did say that. I nice. was, it was pretty funny, but, and it was, it's very accurate. Yeah. But for me, that was, that was my second board. And, and maybe that's because we didn't really have like a full on, I mean, you were still working on your factory board, but we didn't yeah. have like a city with streets kind of thing. So, you know, I mean, it really, you know, the boards you build really, who you are and where you're at with your group have a lot to do with that. So totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I hopefully they gave people some ideas as to how we came up with the boards that we did or you guys did. I mean, I guess I, I guess technically I have ideas, but I haven't executed fully on any of them. So I think that's a good segue into, well, well, why are we working on these things? Because I think, like nobody's going to make as many boards as you guys have seriously like unless they're completely crazy or they're really like making terrain right but so well yeah put on a tournament right that's what we're doing yeah right so that's that's kind of an invite (laughs) be be in the americas (laughs) right so i mean so that's the natural segue is we're doing all of this because the our our goal is to be able to run the tournament right so we want to run a tournament which we did last year, which we're running we're again this run year. An amazing tournament. We we ran the best bolt action tournament no, at Renegade in November. In November. Yes. yes, we did. Yeah, we ran a really damn good tournament. It, we also ran the worst. Tournament. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Shit, they were looking at that half one. empty. Yeah, come but on, pessimist. But only the worst bolt action tournament. Right. So <laughs> this is our perfect example. This is a perfect timing for us to basically say we're doing it again. It's about the same time, right, Pat? It, oh, it's it's yep. happening. It is. Right? It'll like, be the week before Thanksgiving. Week here. before Thanksgiving, same same venue. So yep, same bat time. Plymouth, Minnesota. Channel. Week We're before still Thanksgiving. We're the umbrella of the of the Renegade Open, which is awesome for us. Yeah, no, it's it seemingly makes it works well for us. It's great. It's a great partnership that we have going on. However, I think they've asked us to now well dramatically expand. I mean, we 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 are tripling the amount of stuff we have to do. Yes. Yeah, they like us to grow. Like we're, we're, and you know what? We'd like us to grow with them too. 
Right. So it's, no, it's, I think it's a great again, it's a good partnership, and yeah. I think Puck has got some very fantastic fantastic organizational skills for the whole thing, and he's doing a great job. And I'm glad that he really includes us and is actually kind of relying on us. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we're there. So why don't we walk through what we're doing? Because I think we we're is this going to be the only episode we're going to get out before the tickets go on sale? Yeah, tickets go on sale June one. June first. So this is probably our last shot to to talk about what's going to actually happen. It, Let's pimp this. Yeah. Shit. That, well, and I think there's some changes that we need to cover. Uh, with if you've our, listened this far, yeah. <laughs> set the brush down for a minute and listen a little more intently. Right, because we're we we're almost two hours in and we're talking we're just now talking snafu. So. Um, I don't know. I don't want to be the one that talks about this because this isn't just my baby. And I think that you guys have done a lot of work and you've done way more than I have. So Pat, why don't you like talk about what, what we're going to do differently this year? Okay. So this is, so operation snafu is of course going to be a full force and, um, renegade open is a full three day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday games, AM to PM and, and beyond. So, we're, we're jumping on board with that, and we're going to add a Friday event that's going to be separate from our complete narrative that we'll do Saturday-Sunday. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a day event, which will kind of leave it open for us to have open gaming Friday night for people to do that. Um, you know, you can even go so far as to challenge one of us to a Friday night game if you want to do that, and we're not too scared of you. We might play. So if you we want like to easy, talk about playing, we'll play. playing's a whole different thing for a lot of us. <laughs> so if you want an easy win, if you want an easy win, I would, I, I would just go talk with, to me. Uh, it's fine. Me or Rick, and you'd be okay. <laughs> but you could beat any of us. It'll be fun. Well, right. <laughs> so my initial thoughts for the Friday event, which I've kind of, kind of put myself in charge of, apparently, I guess. But sorry, guys, but I think. I'll be counting on you to, to help me iron out the details of it. Is I kind of want to do something more of a a mobile, low-key, kind of like, you know, they've done uh, a lot of the, what do they call the combat patrol, where you can't have armor above seven and it's got to be this. Well, that's nice and all, but I want to do things just a little different, where you eliminate tanks altogether from the option, because there's a lot of tanks out there that can that fit that seven plus and kind of, kind of throw a hitch into the game. I like armored cars. Uh, mostly because you know you can do a lot of different stoppings with wheels. I mean, tra- the the smaller tanks can go over obstacles, but the wheeled vehicles still have to deal with them, so they have a different element to them. Uh, and then put everybody in a transport, just because the whole thought is, uh, Jeff, what did you call it again? Recon Rumble. Yeah, I like. I think that might stick a little bit. The Recon Rumble, where everyone's kind of on a transport, except for your four deployers, so your snipers, your observers, and your spotters don't have to be lined up on a transport. Oh, come on. I think they need to be on a motorcycle or something. Got to Mad Max this shit. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got to be it's on like, a... It's like a Jeep with a tower on it <laughs> driving around. Hey, they, they, they let those guys go in first, and sure. then when everyone drives away, it's up to them to get back out. So sure. yep. if, I, if I have a tankette, can I have a bunch of riders Tanks on are it? not allowed. Tankette. It's, a ta- nope. it's still the tank selector. <laughs> oh, all yeah, right. See what I'm see where I'm going with in this? So no, so no armor. No armor. No no tanks. You can you can have an armored car and some of those things are wheeled tanks for, for Christ's sake. Uh, Pretty Puma, much. Puma yeah. for one. Pretty much. Staghound for another. So that, that's Tank that's ass. what I'm kicking around. Exactly what point level we're looking at, not sure. Uh, you know, how many how many transports does everyone have? Honestly, you don't want to know how many I have. I'm kind of ashamed right. to admit it, You're, and not even counting the armored transports. You and Jeff are the two that have all of them. So, 
it's it, yeah, it'll be interesting. Does a glider count? No. A what? Okay. A glider? glider? No. Motorized vehicle, right? Correct. Available selector in the transports. So I've got at least two half tracks. I've got two three tons, and I've got two thirty CWTs and a small handful of jeeps. Okay. Now, granted, one might agree the fact that I'm I'm the exception, not the rule, to the collectors out there and what they have available. But I'm pretty sure everyone has at least two transports, and you know, pick up a couple of jeeps, and you're probably going to do okay at a six fifty seven hundred mark, getting a list together with a decent armor car, which is around the one twenty five one forty ish mark or less. So. What it's like one buffalo. You can get like one buffalo, and your whole army could fit inside it. There you go. See, there's your Marines. You have an incentive to finish them now. Right, right. I can get a, I can get six or seven hundred points of that. <clears throat> All right. So, that, so that's, that's the is there um, is it there an Italian <coughs> truck with an eighty-eight on the back of it? I think I might I might have to figure something. Italian out. truck with a what? An eighty-eight on the back of 90 it. Ninety millimeter, actually. Well, yeah. I was to say I might want to play the Soviets just is to the, get is a that gas. a transport or is that an armored car or is that under the the tank selector? The gas is under the tank selector, so no gases. Oh, that's true. Oh, Darn. so nothing in the tank selector. Correct. Okay, so, so it's just the armor so car. So okay. you, are, right, you cool. are zeroed out on the tank selector, and you are zeroed out on the Captain Major because these things are just not significant enough to have those on board. Well, who would want to buy a Captain Major for a 600-point thing? I, I'm just saying. Uh, fair, fair. Good point. You can have a medic. I'll let you have a medic. No problem with that. <laughs> So this is the Friday event. So this is like it, it sounds like a little bit more lighthearted, some kind of unique scenario type stuff. Not that yeah, nothing, be, everything's got unique scenarios at our tournaments. But and I, I don't have a final schedule together, but this one is definitely not going to go into the evening, and it's not going to start at like 7 or 8 freaking a.m. It's probably, you know, a 10, 11 start. You know, if you guys are traveling town and you, have, you get in here early, great. Or if you're coming Thursday night, because I think... I'll confirm again with Puck, but I'm pretty sure, and hopefully we'll have him on sometime next month or so, maybe two months. Mm-hmm. To, I think the the blocks for the hotels extended that Thursday as well. Sure. So. Well, yeah. Why would it not? Right. I mean, because they their main event, which is that pew pew forty k stuff that they like to do, like pew pew shooting lasers. Not that it stinks. Yes. Not that yeah. it stinks. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Important disclaimer. It doesn't. Yeah. So and they they're running you know nine a.m. or eight a.m. full on oh Friday Saturday goodness. Sunday so so shorter rounds so we can say that this is probably going to be a, a fairly you're, you're probably a, looking a, a more an expensive thing to do on a Friday if you are coming into town or you just don't want to work on a Friday which I don't want to do so I'll be there PTO take it for Christ's sake right? I'll be there right I think all the snafu guys will most likely be there yeah we'll be setting we'll up the rest of the tables alcohol. for the for the We'll do mimosas in the morning. How's that sound? Can I do Bloody Mary? Sure. Well, I mean, we got to be careful because there's a couple of bars on site, so we might have to be a little. Do you probably get Bloody Marys there? Just saying. So, but that's sure right. open. We'll find them anyway. That's that's Friday. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's just that's a, Friday. That's, that's just, just Friday. That's just, just the first day. Just to get a flavor, play some bolt action, play it in a tournament, have fun. You know enjoy our terrain or critique it however you want to do it is fine or hate it you can and hate then, it too it's okay or hate it you can yeah, hate it and whatever. play with us because we'll we'll probably be able to play on friday and it'll be it'll probably be the things. only opportunity for us to get to actually play in something too correct yeah and i think uh, i think actually doing we'll that in and some leaving friday night open for us to do whatever hang out with whoever comes in town and do that i think that's kind of cool 
So yeah, we're able to get an event in and then have some fun. Whether we do some other shenanigans or actually play mm-hmm. some bolt action, you know, that's fine. We'll be there. We'll be hanging out. We'll be having fun. Yep. Sure. Have a great time. Yep. I'm excited. And which leads us into our Both very serious event. campaign on Saturday and Sunday. Very serious. It's Completely very serious. serious. There'll be no ruckus laughter Guys, whatsoever. I'm serious. This is going to be serious. Like cereal. Yeah. Like cereal. So Not serious? It, Super cereal. <laughs> and I believe our current format is to, to we're doing two games on each day, two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. They'll be a little bit longer duration as we're, we're kind of, the planning kind of felt like we were rushing it a little bit in between the games, mm-hmm. and we kind of felt it wasn't as important or wasn't perceived as important as to what actually ended up being. And also, we apparently need some time to figure out what Zone A and Zone B actually are. Letters are really hard. Yeah, you mean they Charlie are, and Bravo. We're we'll, not, we'll we're, be naming them yeah. something. Omaha and Omaha Golden yeah. Sword, Sword, whatever, it, yeah, whatever, something. something yeah, something this that one's, makes sense. This one's purple and this one's two. I don't really care as long as they're not <laughs> as like. As long as we don't mix them halfway through. Yeah, so we're going to clearly label them at the beginning, and we're all going to call and refer to them as the same thing. So we're not getting messed up in that one. Lies and slander. <laughs> so, well, something do you have any happen. ideas on this one yet, Jeff? I mean, you're rolling around. You're the you're our you're a thoughts guy, and then you just make I, me. I do. I'm just going to tell you that they're going to be code names that are very distinctive. I, if I tell you now, it's going to give away too much of one of the scenarios. Well, then don't do that. Yeah, we're give not a, giving give away a code name for the code name. Code name for the code name. Brown bear. Yeah. Let's not. Let's not. We don't have to. Away. We don't have to give away that too right much. now. But essentially, so the the. What we need to tell people right now is the event is going to be as similar as we can. We're going to expand it up a little bit, right? We're not going super crazy. No, no, no. I mean, as far as players go, right? (laughs) Well, it's it's over two days, right? So that's a big difference. So the the saga event, they decided that the the saga guys were like, well, we could just do bolt action all weekend, and that seems okay too. So they just are like, we're going to keep doing bolt action, which I thought they were Mm -hmm. seemed pretty cool with, and. Actually, I think they were excited about because they're like, "Yeah, I don't have to run an event type scenario." Yeah, I think that he was like, "I, I I'm okay not having to run it. I'd rather." Just I think there's one point that that he actually asked us to definitely expand into Friday, so he, or into Sunday, so that he could play that and not have to run that anymore because he's he's sure. grown tired of it. Well, he does it a lot, and he does it, you know, in he other does. conventions. So it's. I think he. I think and, he appreciates him having play, played. Right? He Bro was having a lot of fun and oh, yeah. wanted to do that. Yeah, well, you're right, Jeff. Bro, yeah. Bro's got to play. Bro's yeah. got to play. Yeah, he doesn't get to play very often, so it's a good good chance for him to do that. You know, so he could play it. That's anytime Thursday. Right. That's a good point. Or Friday. All the week on the weekend. Yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. He could come down any Thursday. It's a little. Yeah, he's he's and, local for us, so he can yeah. come down to the club anytime. He's got the dad. He's got the dad. The dad thing going on though, so it's a little bit hard. You guys can bond mm-hmm. over that. You know, we're in different we're in different <laughs> spots, but regardless, so but we're expanding it up just a little bit as far as players too, right? Because we had twenty twenty four signed up last time. It we ended up being 20, twenty, and, and right now, now we're we're starting at thirty players. We'll be in a different location. Friend was there last year. We're going to be down in a very large ballroom. We'll be split. They'll be splitting that in half, and they'll be. I'm sorry. Age of Sigmar on the other side is the current going into. That's okay. There'd be like four mm-hmm. people playing that. So, uh, actually, I think last year they had eighteen. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. So, okay. my bad. But when, when we get Puck on, we'll have him give us the final stats and all that stuff and what it was. I mean, and, and that's all. That's all. 
subject to change at this point still, yes. just from a standpoint of they're going to rearrange based on where they see their numbers. And what we have expressly disinterested was being split up between two different yes. rooms. Yep. We yep, said we will that. we will drop our numbers so we stay in one room if it comes to that, and that's when he kind of said, okay, you guys will be in this room then. Yeah. So, Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. We don't want that to happen. No. No. The format stays the same, too, where it's Axis versus Allies narrative event where each team will be planning in between the rounds. Right. So a lot of what made Snafu unique to last year is exactly the same. I don't know. We we are we. I don't know if we have a point level decided at this point. I think we'd safe to say we maybe are still staying the same. One way billion we points. Oh, twelve fifty. So we can be a feeder. Is a very 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 safe bet. Yes, single platoon ish. Yeah, single platoon sim- Twelve fifty. Single platoon twelve fifty. Probably just generics. Must but must bring a captain. Sure. Bring the big guns. <laughs> yeah. Must bring something with armor nine. Uh, in fact, or I would higher. even say that we're going to have the the order dice limit still at twelve. I loved that, by the way. That yeah, that really makes it cool. so much fun. Yeah, I think that's Games a good. Game's actually finished. It was great. Yeah. Well, yeah. we have we have the lead. and so the, one of the things we're talking about as far as like why we're doing four games and not five. This is something that I think some people might. Yeah, this is a big not point. understand about this. Is a big this, point. Yeah. Is, yeah, is that it's a convention and there are other things to do and we want you to be able to have time to spend with each other not like just being able to have a community building idea not just I'm playing games and then I got to go home right and, so, and, and see the rest of what's going on too yeah, I, yeah. I mean visit the they're going to have a vendor yeah. hall uh, as, as, as do oh, while we get there let me let's let's click acknowledge some of our sponsors who are committed to Yes, our, our stuff here. Yeah. So again, we'll have the return of Zulk, GC Minis, mm. Osprey Publishing. Actually, oddly enough, I've already received about a dozen books from them. <laughs> Maybe we'll just keep sending them when they forget that they sent them to you. <laughs> yeah, I, Christian's been fantastic about getting out to us, and he's also the one that helps us get some of those that were on the pre-release for some of the other the things that we review earlier for books coming out. Yeah, that's cool. uh, Warlord Games is really excited to be there and since we've expanded our venue they're looking at bringing uh some of russell's raiders up for it very cool uh, that's awesome. not 100 percent confirmed yet but that's that was some of the talks i had with john earlier earlier this month actually in the last month well and if we just tell them that they're going to be there we can they'll they'll we've committed them right we've committed them <laughs> well we as much as we can force other people to do stuff is as is, is, is same as willing your order dice to come out of the bag. It's so, not fair. Right. It never uh, works for me anyway. So. We're all married. Yeah. We yeah. They're, they're also talking about even having they want to they want to get in contact and I haven't confirmed if they have, but they want to have a vendor an establishment in the vendor hall too. So those That'd guys awesome. are all coming back. That's great. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, just a heads up that if you order something from them, it's fifteen percent off. You pick if it you up, pick so. it up at the yep, convention if here. Yeah, that's a yeah. cool yep, ability that's to do. True. Yep. So that's nice. If you have something that you know you'll need in November, uh, right? Order it. Don't than that. don't use yeah, but don't use it in the the try and use it in the tournament. That won't work. <laughs> well, unless you're a really good fast painter. <laughs> sure, sure, fine. Pick it up Friday night, paint it, turn around Saturday. Good job. Yeah. Uh, we've also, of course, got our local store, the Source, who is confirmed will be back. Thank you, Source. That's awesome. Uh, we're also adding in Crescent Root is going to offer some support this year. 
Their their stuff is magnificent, by the way. If you haven't looked at their yeah. website, look at it. It's yeah. really good. All pre, it's like pre-painted. It's yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah. Gorgeous. And also pre-painted, we've got Game Mat EU is mm-hmm. going to be offering us some support, and they're also offering us some discount on terrain, which we'll be we'll be using, and then one of their game mats. And you know, all these people, I'm I'm hoping will also give us some discount codes that we can put in the swag bag that you guys can then order stuff from. And of course, I'm still working on some others. I've had several like. That's too far out to, for us to commit. Can you talk about it again in the summer? And, of course, I will because that's just kind of what I do. So You do a great job, Pat. You Thank you. Awesome. Pat, Mr. Follow-Through, does a great job. Apparently, I'm a butt kicker, I guess. Something like that. I heard that in some podcast somewhere from Dale. So. <laughs> it's not one of ours. I don't, re- I, I don't recollect this. <laughs> okay. I'll sure. say it right now on this I've, podcast, you're a butt kicker. <laughs> we, I've had quite a bit of really bad vodka. So, <laughs> don't so take Dale needs to drink some water and then go to bed. All right. Yes. Okay. So essentially this is the official announcement two, two plus hours into an episode of Operation Snafu to what are we, we don't have a name for this one, right? Well, it's still Operation I, Snafu. I want to, I want to go one more. I want to go one more spot to sell this. And that's, to get a little bit of tease from from Jeff on where he's thinking about with these scenarios, is it going to be is it going to be tamer than it was last time around? <laughs> Are does, we going to? Does anything it about up? the guy contemplating four Nebelwerfers strike you as tame? No, no, it does not. <laughs> so, can you tease a little bit about maybe what you're thinking about? Oh, I can I can tease some stuff. Um, first, right, I'd recommend just a, just a little off the shoulder. Just a little off the shoulder here. I'd recommend if you're coming to this. Practice your paper airplane throwing. That's going to be great. <laughs> and also keep in mind that I've already I've already uh, nudged the fact that I'm going to have two snow tables, and I believe Jeff is going to have at least one. Is that right? At least one snow oh, table. So don't bring skis. Don't. Oh do yeah, that everybody them. on skis. Everyone everybody on skis all the time. They work in the sand too, by the way. Yeah, there may be rules for sand skis too. So <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, different wax, I guess. I used to say I have a sand. I do have a winter mat in my basement too. So yeah, I, I, we had three. Uh, we picked up as the end of last year. So yeah, for sure that. Also, things that are fun. If you if you are on the winning side, as in like you won a special objective, you're not just going to get something boring like eh, maybe you get a preliminary bombardment. You're actually going to have to start calling for your fire support in this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> how could be a little different. I don't understand how round, would, how right? would that how would that play this play itself out in the tournament exactly? Well, for, as an example, I mean, obviously not finalized, but say you know your your side has won themselves through valor, uh, an artillery strike, and at some point during the round, probably early on, um, that artillery pit is going to become active, and it can go to one table. You pick it. If you're the commander, what do you mean one table, like one of the fifteen. One of the fifteen tables <laughs> may call in fire support and say, "I need an artillery strike here because I'm getting my ass handed to me." Actually, or, several of them might ask for it, and you have to decide which. You one have is to the decide because only one to. buddy, only one's going to get it. Yes. So, so you're telling me money may exchange hands? <laughs> I'm not above. I'm not above this. <laughs> I'm not making the decision. The here. number might go up depending on which judge you actually bribe about that. It could be two strikes. No, I'm kidding. Tell, tell the king about it. <laughs> we might give you a second one right. if we split the pot. Sure. How about three? Yeah, so Franklin the will buy you a second or two. No, no, not. The sense is that we're going to ampulate this thing up pretty hardcore. I would say that's fairly accurate, yeah. 
At the end of the day, if you're signing up for this, please remember, 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 this is supposed to be fun. Yes. Okay. That is the key you're, component that you're If you want to come and play to crush completely and you're going to be that guy, um, and I'll just say it right now, don't don't come. <laughs> We yeah, didn't I, have anyone like that last year. So. We did not. It's, it's not a it's not a take yeah. yourself seriously tournament. It's 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 more about playing as a team tournament yes. than anything. It's, it's the team yeah. wins, not the individual. Right. Right. And you know, it, well, acknowledge that mean, the awards we, that we had last year weren't we weren't had ours, the, the, and we'll probably have something a little more special for us this, for, from us this year as far as the awards. We had the uh, we had the allies team send out. Um, a German speech the night before the <laughs> tournament. So, you know, that, that was well, technically a snafu in some communications role somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I was drinking. I just sent whatever I was told. Just send this to everyone. All right, I sent it. Got it done. Oh, that was not supposed to be the German speech to everyone. All right, I guess that's. Whoops. Thanks for sending out the translation to the Nig machine. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you know, just to kind of a high level thing, the idea was you know expanded to two days. The idea is hopefully we'll encourage people to travel, to come in um, and join us for what we actually have a great time doing. Um, but only four games so that you do have um, plenty of time if you do come in or if you're here local to go and, and experience the rest of, of Renegade or to sit and visit with everybody else that came to just play bolt action and we won't be playing bolt action the whole time we can throw down other board games or anything else that you guys want to do even sit down and drink we were rick and i were there until four o'clock in the morning on saturday night just hanging out having a good time with with other folks yeah some board games may have been played in there yeah come down have a good time (laughs) visit with us say hello you know play bolt action we're gonna have uh, just a kick-ass time we're excited we're gonna do our best to have the best terrain that we can put out there. Jeff is cranking over, you know, these scenarios to just have crazy shenanigans happening. You know, Pat is bending over backwards, just reaching out to everybody he can to have just the best prizes we can. Um, it's going to be a good time. Um, please come. It'll be a blast. Yep. That is a perfect wrap-up for this episode. And you'll get yep. to play bolt action. Yeah. Well, in, okay, okay, so, yeah, the, the, I was going to say this one thing because you mentioned it. It's only four games, but that doesn't mean you can't play more games if you want to. Right. Like, that, the terrain is there all weekend. We're, we're, you can play another game. It's by all means. Oh, there's one. If you want to play us. There's one thing we need to mention we'll that's play. different this year than last year. I think we haven't hit this topic yet. We talked about important. last episode, I think. You're talking about the badge? Yeah. Did we talk about that last episode? Yeah, we talked about last episode. So I, I did confirm. Yeah, how I much are we going to charge? Puck. So there's. So it's similar to Adepticon in that you have to have a badge in order to sign up for tournaments. And so sure. you can, if you are only playing in one one day event, you can get a fifteen dollar badge. Plus, then you also have to sign up and pay for the event. If you are going to do more than one day, you're going to get the multi day badge, which is thirty dollars, and you can sign up for events on all three of those days. And then you'll also pay for the events after that. And we haven't set a complete final price on what our events are going to be, but I think ballparkish i don't think we're not going to gouge you you know so i think that i think that i remember now having this conversation on the last podcast yeah, so i think we're so talking about you're looking we're not probably trying like to get a, you like a 15 dollar for the friday thing and probably like a 25 dollar for the saturday sunday event is is kind of where those are sitting right now sure but you'll find out june 1st when you register because that's when we'll finalize those prices so that's where they're at yeah all of those prices may be 
subject to change. We aren't entirely certain of all of them, but the the essential is that there's a badge and that there's you know individual prices for each tournament. So, yeah, which is different than last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, which is just a little different. Catch you off guard, maybe. So, yep. I, it, 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 yeah, you're right, Dale. I, I double checked my notes. It looks like we did t- we discussed twenty dollars for the two day. So, and, and we're confirmed with Renegade that that's the that's actually the case. As soon as I send them the email, I will copy you guys on it. Perfect. So there, somewhere between twenty and thirty dollars for the Renegade Pass, but we're trying, like you said, well, we're not I trying to gouge sure the Rene- I know for sure the the badge is thirty dollars for the for the multi day. That's for oh, all okay. three days. It's fifteen dollars if you're only going to do a one day thing. Got it. So, okay. Okay. And then our event, I think we're basically just ballparking around five bucks a game is kind of where we came down to. So the, you know we got sure. the Friday three three games is going to be fifteen, and the two day big grandiose is about 20 bucks is where we're sitting at this point unless something drastically changes and we run some numbers through different uh you know what we have to do as far as uh, getting trophies and stuff like that and if we need to change those we've got you know about 14 days to do that 12 sure. days to do that so like if we if you do the math it's like so 30 plus 35 so it's 65 for three days of bolt action that's pretty awesome i'm just saying no, the value of that is actually pretty good like most tournaments are two days, and they're usually about fifty bucks. They're between so, fifty and sixty-five dollars. Yeah, so if you add the Friday thing, you're you're getting a pretty good value of, for your money. Yeah, hell, even if you just do the two days, it's still not that bad. It's still only like fifty bucks. So, and good deal. Yeah, for those who are traveling who may be concerned, I will be staying at the hotel all weekend long. So, I'll be there for so sure. So you know the <laughs> hotel is safe. And... I don't know. I was like, I didn't know where you were going with that, as far as like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, what, well, are you just, what are you insinuating, Dale? <laughs> we're very well, friendly here. Yeah, right. I'm not insinuating anything. Well, it could be unless you're insinuating. It could something. be snow. It could be snow on the ground. It could be snuggle weather. It could very easily be snow on the ground yeah. in November. Yeah. So well, it was wicked me, windy last time. It was cold. Yeah. 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 It could also be 80 degrees because it's <laughs> Minnesota. Because it right. our our freaking state has no clue what it's doing. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's Operation Snafu. Update one, essentially, like preliminary, it's preliminary, preliminary yeah. I mean, announcement. announcement. Yep. Signups are June one. June Please 1. sign up. Yeah, rooms, uh, space for thirty. Yeah, it's coming quick. So I'm gonna last year. I'm gonna we throw a Jeff guarantee out here. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Can't last mandatory. Year we, last fun. year we sold out in under forty eight hours. So do sign up in June one. Just right. saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's you're better off just signing up and then coming back. Because I think to it. when we have this thirty person mark, we're we don't have really the ability to add more later on. Well, and we don't. and it's until, still, we, until we see what the hotel looks like, and you know if Rick gets some tables done. We don't. We don't. I, I don't think we, we want to. I don't think this year we're going to. We were. I don't try see and expand expanding. It much further. I think, you know, we yeah. lose too much if we try and do that. So it's it's I, a pretty firm number. So definitely sign up as soon as you can. It's not pretty firm. It's firm. Thirty. He could call it hard. Pat. Pat. Rigid, Pat really wants turgid. to expand it. Still, you know this, turgid. right? Like it's I can see it. I can hard. hear it. Thirty. <laughs> it's right. So sixty-eight. That's the most we can go. Because <laughs> that's the number of tables we can fit in that room physically. Yes. I have oh, no idea. I'm just I have no idea. You guys, this time. Yeah. All right. Well, so let's 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 wrap this. Let's call it a day. Hopefully, Operation Snafu is a success. It will be, of course, and it will be fun, whether you like it or not. 
Mandatory fun, like Jeff said. That's right. Mandatory All right. Fun. Wrap this, Pat. This is Snafu. Over and out. Oh, take it off, Queenie! There's a burlesque theater where the gang loves to go to see Queenie, the cutie of the burlesque show. But the thrill of the evening is when out Queenie skips and the band plays the polka while she strips. Take it off, take it off. Ride the boys from the rear. Take it off. Soon it's all that you can hear, but she's always a lady, even in pants or mine. So she stops, and always just in time. As the flowers in the May And she hopes to retire To that farm someday But you can't buy a farm Till you are up in the chips So the band plays the poker While she's dressed Oh, take it off, take it off All the customers shout Down in front, down in front While that band beats it out But she's always a lady Even in pants, so she stops and always just in time. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Down in front. Down in front. Down in front. Down in front.